0: Yeah, oh, yeah, you know what time it is, right? Special show time. We're here. On a Tuesday night, the beginning of June 2017. What's up guys? Remember the Budweiser frogs? They were cool, right? bring them back we're rebooting everything else right time to reboot the frogs that's the hashtag for tonight reboot the frogs no it's not tonight we have an exciting show for you we got dams of the west that's chris thompson He's going to be here talking to you about Uh, being in a band, I guess. I don't know. Talk about drum heads. I'm not sure what he's going to talk about. He'll talk and he'll play. And then later, Claire O'Kane's going to come by. This is one of those shows that you will look back 80 years from today and say, I heard it live. I was there. Gonna be like Woodstock. You're gonna lie about being there. Right, Mike? It's like Woodstock 99, all the people who lied and said they were there. I lit that trash can on fire during the Red Hot Chili Pepper set. I was the guy on that plank surfing over the crowd. When Limb Biscuit performed Break Stuff. Enough of this. Let's get to it. It's... The Best Show. The number 201-332-3484. Some of you uh, crybabies are always moaning you can't get through. Got some open phones now. Call! Call! yeah yeah check 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 check. check How's everybody doing? Welcome to the best show. Here we are on a Tuesday night June of 2017. Welcome. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's episode. The phone number 201 332 3484. If you want to get in on the fun. <clears throat> A little parched here. M- Mamacita? Uh, Mamacita, please, please bring me something cold to drink. Please, Mamacita. Mamacita, please. I'm so thirsty. Please, Mamacita. Please. Oh. Oh. Oh, thank you. Mandarin Orange. Thank you. Thank you, Mamacita. AP Mike. Ladies and gentlemen. APMike.bandcamp.com. It's the site everyone's going to. They can't, uh, they can't get enough of the, uh, the the masses shirts and the the whatever else he's got up there what other crap he's got up there look people tell me when they order crap from him it shows up promptly in a professional envelope and uh yeah they're just like this crap showed up my order was perfect all the crap showed up I ordered a, a headshot and a shirt, and, the, and that crap showed up. <laughs> I went to apmike.bandcamp.com, that crap showed up right away. He must have had that crap packed up. <laughs> he must have packed that crap up right away and mailed mailed the crap right to me. So, tonight, 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 tonight. we got uh Chris Thompson you know him uh, Dams of the West is his band he's the from Vampire Weekend he's out with his solo band so no it's a band it's not solo it's like he said like he's, uh, dude. Like he's uh, got a symbols between his knees they got a great new record out Youngish American, he's going to be in a little bit. Then Claire O'Kane, our friend, super funny person. Claire O'Kane will be here later. And oh, what did we just hear? We heard oyster. O i s t e r oyster. That's a that's a it's Dwight Twilley's first band. Hozak just put a two LP set out of this uh, archival stuff. And that song was You Were So Warm, which is on the first Dwight Twilley band album. That's an early version of it. Oyster, two LPs. 73 to 74. Can't beat it. Hozak, always delivering. Always delivering. So who's here tonight? No Dudio tonight. Dudio's... on assignment. We got uh, uh, AP Mike's here, we got Pat's here, we got Martinez here. And you know what happens when, when uh, Pat and Martine are here. I'm telling you guys right now. Go nuts. Order. Yeah, order. Get pizza, get wings, whatever you... The last time they were here, a couple months ago, Martine and Pat ordered these wings that were So, so, yeah, they were, it was was rough. Tell them to go a little easy on the, uh, ask them if there's, if there's some sort of sauce they can put on them that doesn't make people not eating the wings want to barf. Maybe they have that. I don't know if that's an option at the wing place you go to. Just say some of the people eating these wings don't want to throw up. Like we know you guys, we know the people who eat the wings want delicious wings, but there's other people who won't be eating them and they, they don't feel like throwing up tonight because of the, the s- smell of these wings. So if you can ask at the place, I'm sure they can, they can make that happen for you. Yeah, so oyster. Hello. okay yeah you guys you guys want to do a wingman contest out there because pat's nickname became wingman and they want to fight i guess martine and pat want to fight over the wingman name one will be declared wingman i guess it's like a highlander there can only be one wingman mike you're gonna get in on this wing action what are you gonna get tonight pizza right get a nice pizza pie couple things I've been meaning to say I keep forgetting best show we got the patreon going over at best it's patreon.com slash the best show and uh that's how you support the show we don't do no ads no more except for these ap Mike things I don't god help me with that that's not an actual ad that's a that's a, a, a the hostage situation it's like uh Yeah. It's like I should be holding up a newspaper with a date on it every time I read one of those APMic.bandcamp dot com ads. Ads. So yeah, you go to the Patreon, you you give what you can. That's all we ask. You give what you can. The show's listener sponsored in that regard now, and it's it's just yeah if you can help out, you help out and we mail stuff to people for helping out. We got stickers and we got these pins and then uh, there's all sorts of things and there's exclusive audio that goes up for people who give go over to patreon.com slash the best show and check it out and support the show how about that support the show and you guys have to realize with these wings just like professor griff said The two wings are uh they're both broken wings on the same crooked eagle. Remember that when you're eating your wings out there? That's what wings are. That doesn't exactly translate. I just wanted to show I could quote Professor Griff. It's a fun guy to quote. So what else? watch this grateful dead documentary they put this thing up on amazon did you watch this yet mike no, I don't have access. yeah okay well i do apparently tell me what i can do to not get access i watch this thing what is it four hours long it's over four hours and look, I'm watching this thing. It's a great documentary. It was, it was it was great to watch. I had a great time watching it. Do I like their music anymore? Man, nah, not really. No, I think I like it less. I think they're showing them. It just sounds like the. It sounds like the. It sounds like tuning. It sounds like they're always too. It sounds like they're still tuning while they like. Wait, I didn't finish tuning yet. You guys started the song. I guess I'll keep tuning and they're all, I don't know. I've already said, it sounds like that the, all the birds were playing like late period birds playing, not hearing the other birds, trying to guess which bird song they were going to play. And they're like in isolation booth and they just start playing them. That's what they sound like. But look, this is what I'll say. I watch these deadheads, these, these, these deadheads. You know what I feel? I feel a little jealous. I'll admit it. I wish I could get into this thing. You don't think I wish that there was a band that I loved that suddenly there was like 10,000 hours of the band waiting for me? That'd be the greatest thing ever. No. I, w- I wish it made sense to me. I don't want to be fighting this stuff all the time, but uh, they stink. It's like, look, if it made sense to you, it doesn't make sense to me. I wish it did. I wish it did. I wish I could sit back and listen to whatever their songs are. Sweet, chilly, caboose, boogie, boogie, railroad blues, right? You know, you know, old man, McNamara's good time. Jug band blues, right? I wish it made sense to me. you know c- cigar box boogie I must, is that a thing right? Dusty train car right? Dusty caboose, magnolia st- magnolia street lamp whatever their songs are. I wish I could hear, I wish I could listen to Magnolia Street Lamp and be just like, yeah man, you gotta check the one out they did at, uh, Hunter College, 78. The Magnolia Street Lamp from 78, from, uh, November 78, that's the one. And then they got this Al Frank, Frank, Franken, not Franklin, Al Franken. And he's talking about, no, I like Althea, I got, uh, I collect a different Althea, t- like, and they start playing this thing, Althea, I'm like, Wait, is this guy qualified to hold public office? Like, this seems like an impe- an impeachable offense. That this guy, like, is collecting versions of Althea. Well, I really have to say the uh, Nassau Coliseum, well, uh, 81 Althea, is really the defendant. Definitive- uh. Yeah, sounds like you're... It's a weird state, man. Jesse Ventura, Al Franken. What are they doing? Putting an episode of Saturday Night Live together? Piece by piece? They're electing cast members? They elected a host. Jesse Ventura would host, I guess. We've got a great show for you tonight. I'll say one thing. You guys were right. There are no pens here. So, you know what? I brought some from home. Whining and complaining when we did the the complaint box. There's no pens. They were right. So, I brought some pens. I need a pen now. Yeah, so it's like, I want to like it. I wish I liked it. I don't like it. I, I watched four hours of it. I've listened to the alternate version of Oxa Moxa. What should I listen to, Mike? Live, uh, oh, Europe 72? That's the one they did at the college that everybody loves? These covers, though. Just imagine, imagine your buddy Holly, right? And somehow you you cross the plane somehow and get back to this plane and you find out that this this band has been doing one of your songs right not fade away and he's like and they're just like well they kind of they kind of spread out on it buddy and he's just like well, what's that mean it's going to be like 4 minutes long well buddy it's 88 minutes long and then he's like I never played a show longer than 16 minutes. They do one of my tunes is 88 minutes long. And then he hears it. He's just like, so when are they going to play not fade away? They're 40 minutes into it, buddy. You don't recognize it. Do you? Those covers they did. They played like dear Mr. Fantasy. I was like, Oh boy, boy. Oh boy. The cover songs. They myrtleize them, but you know what? I'm tired of the the the, the thing. I, I don't want to be the the person who just hate watches things anymore. I, I don't really do it anymore. I really don't. There's shows I don't want to watch, so I don't watch them. I ain't got time to see the good stuff. I wish I liked the Grateful Dead. I just don't. But I look, I can't revel in the bad stuff no more. That said, I made an exception last week and went to the movies and I saw Wakefield! Brian Cranston, Wakefield. My friend Jason Walliner and I made a pact that we would see Wakefield together. But he lives in Los Angeles, I live in New Jersey, how's that gonna happen? He came to town at the last minute. We saw Wakefield. Oh brother on this one. It's a movie about a guy who's coming home from work. And look, this is the thing with Brian Cranston. I don't think he's, I think his acting is, he's big, very big. Not my favorite actor. I think he's a ham bone. And people are slowly starting to realize. So then we're, but look, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. William Shatner is very entertaining as an actor. He would have been in Breaking Bad. If William Shatner was 45, he would have starred in Breaking Bad. Not kidding. Think about it, right? Picture him with his underwear. Yelling at Jesse Pinkman. So we go see this thing and it's the story of a guy who comes home from work and he decides to not go home. So he goes up to his attic of his, the garage facing the family house and he just goes in and then he, uh, just watches the family. And that's the movie, is him sitting in a chair, watching his family wonder where he went. And he narrates the whole movie because he's like, well, 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 what do we have here? A dinner party. Hmm, I wonder who'll be attending. And he starts like rooting through the trash. He's eating out of the garbage can. And, uh, yeah, of. that's all that happens in it. It's him watching his family figure out he ain't coming home. And it's not good. Like, it's really not good. I felt bad. It's not very good. Then at the end, and it was exhausting. It was like almost two hours of watching, a thing with just like a couple locations, and it's a guy narrating. It's like, oh, what? A, uh, felt like I was stuck in an attic. But look, I tried to watch it, you know, stuck in the attic, and then then the movie's over. Then Jason claps and the other five people in the theater start laughing that someone would clap I don't know look I can't do it I can't I did it for that that was the exception I needed to see it I'm glad I saw it and I think there's a case that this movie is so over the top it's so big this movie could be one of those movies that people go like it could be like a cult kind of movie that people watch together and watch how big it is and how bonkers it is What's the worst Grateful Dead cover, Mike? Well, you Dear Mr. Fantasy? And they get this thing. They got so many animals coming out to see them. Like if they... What if the people went to the Grateful Dead show, right? And then the Grateful Dead just said, hey, you know what? We're not going to play today. But Let's all go, let's all go clean that, that, that park up, right? Like, 5,000 of you people go clean the park up. 5,000 of you go, go clean that like stream up. And like you picture it, like that many people could like, or what if they're just like, we need people to just ride these exercise bikes for solar power. Start powering things. Cause that was, a, that was out of control. Now I know Mike, you used to go to these dead shows and you took so much pride in ripping off the new fans, the, the, the ones who came on board with Touch of Grey. You, you specialized in, in fake tickets. And then what Mike used to do is he had this van. He's, he, he's not, pr- well, he might still actually be proud of this. I don't know. Hid this van, and he would look for people holding the sign and said, I need a miracle. And he'd pull up and he'd be like, You need a miracle, and he'd open the door. And then uh they'd say, Yeah, I need a miracle. And he'd say, Well, you're not getting a miracle, but you're getting a nightmare. And then he had like this high powered like water hose hooked up and he would like blast them. It was like a fire like a fire hose from the back of the van. He'd send them flying across the parking lot. And he would just drive all around the the parking lot of these shows doing that. Anyone who said, I need a miracle, he'd say, you're not getting a miracle. You're getting a nightmare. Speaking of nightmare. One thing I didn't mention last week, I told you how I went to, uh, I went to uh, uh, Ocean City, New Jersey, Ocean City, because I was in a bit of a slump writing-wise, and then I went there, and I forced my way out. I clawed my way out of that slump, and I wrote, and I wrote like the like you never saw anybody write. I tell you, I finished the thing I was working on, and I felt so good, and that boardwalk was empty because it was right before Memorial Day. Then I finished on a Friday and they were just starting to open things up and I'm walking around It's a, it's a nice night. I just finished writing this thing. I'm on top of the world. I'm like, I can I'm, I'm back. The kid's back. Right? I'm back. What else can I take on? I can do more. I got more to do. And then I look up, and there it is. That's right, the Ferris wheel. Now, for anybody who's listened to the show in the past, you know, I've occasionally, I have a hard time with Ferris wheels. I rode one in Atlantic City and immediately panicked on it. And then I told the kid when I was looping back around, I pretend, I took my phone out and pretended I was on the phone. And I was like, what? Uh huh. Oh, okay, huh? Oh, you're here? Okay. Well, let me get off this Ferris wheel then. And the kid working the thing didn't care. He didn't need this performance that I was doing for him. And I'm just like, oh, hey, uh, I need to get off the Ferris wheel now. I got to go meet my friend. He didn't care. But I still did the show for him. He stopped, let me off. So I see this Ocean City Ferris wheel. And this thing's huge. This is bigger than the one in Atlantic City uh that I rode. This Ferris wheel is 144 feet high. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Hours live. But who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. And I'm like, I can do it. Watch me beat the Ferris wheel. So I go, buy a ticket, already weird. One, please. For the Ferris wheel. It's already a little troubling. An adult getting on a ferris wheel by themselves. What do I care? You know, like it, go complain to the the mayor of Ocean City. Have him pass an ordinance, uh, two people per ferris wheel, uh, gondola. So I get in this, I get in this thing. I'm online. Ferris wheel comes around, stops. They open the door take my ticket, I get in, as soon as that door shuts, what am I doing? Because I feel that thing rock, I forget that they rock, and I grab the middle pole in that thing, like you'd think I was in the, the Poseidon adventure, trying to hold on from going under, and I'm like, because cause a minute earlier, I'm like, oh, think about it. When this thing loops around, it goes up the view, the beauty and the fresh air and all that stuff and get ready. Thing goes, thing starts moving. I'm like, oh no, I hate this. I didn't beat the Ferris wheel. What do I think I'm doing here? Because you know what I forgot? I forgot about when the thing goes up and you're at that unnatural angle when the thing's under you. It's the worst. Who wants that? Cause that thing's going up and I'm holding that middle of the, 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 the support pole down the middle of it. And I got sweat pouring down my face. It's rocking back and it's super windy now. I'm realizing how windy it is when you just go up like that. It's windy up there. This thing's rocking around. It's tilting to one side because there's no one on the other side. Again, part of maybe why one person shouldn't ride on a Ferris wheel by themselves. The cart tilts the other way. And I'm looking, I'm just, please get me this thing get me off this ferris wheel i hate this and i hate the feel i can already feel it if i close my eyes i feel myself going over the top of the ferris wheel that's the worst that's all time fear for me and i'm like wait why did i do this what am i who am i proving anything to on this ferris wheel what 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 am i uh tony robbins here right my Tony Robbins, and by the way, that Tony Robbins documentary on uh, Netflix. And the toilet mouth on that guy. Come on, tighten up, Tony. You're not cool. He's like he's like a, he's like a he seems like a like a, a narc trying to use like a street lingo. Kids curse. Watch me curse this thing. You, if I drop eight grand or whatever it costs for run these Tony Robbins seminars and he goes up there, I like I, I might as well be at a, a, a Bill Burr concert, the Toilet Mouth, that could have saved some money. I to go see Andrew Dice Clay. I don't know if Tony Robbins is going to get the hour back. You know, it's a thing. It's hour back. Get it. Does that make sense? Anytime you go to any sort of public speaking thing and the person on stage says over and over, does that make sense? A flag should go up for you. You're being indoctrinated into something. They're slowly <laughs> leading you down a path. Does that make sense? Are you with me? Whatever. Look, he seems like a nice enough guy. This Tony Robbins, he was very funny and Shallow Hell. I'm waiting for him to do more movies. I was a little bummed that his follow-up to Shallow Hell was this documentary. Maybe he'll do Shallow Hell, too. So, I'm on this Ferris wheel, and I'm at the top. Now they're, like, loading other people in, so it's stopping every five feet. And I'm stuck at the tippy-top of this thing. It's rocking back and forth. And I'm saying, just let go of the fear on this thing. And you know what happened? Nothing. I was terrified. And finally it loops back down. And I'm saying to myself, I got to get off this thing. And I'm not going to play a game. If I'm looking for any personal growth, I didn't play a game on it this time. Thing comes looping back around toward the bottom. I said, to "The kid, yeah, I'd like to get off, please." And that kid at the bottom, I tell you, man, that kid got. Oh, you want to get off? What he was he was jerking me around, like it was like it was a joke to him. What's that? Yeah, I'd like to get off. And he like pretended he didn't hear it first. Yeah, hi, I'd like to get off, please. Oh, you'd like to get off, and the thing's still moving, like he's going to let me go all the way past again, and not let me off of it? Yes, I'd like to get off, please. Like, just clearly, he can see I'm panicked to get off this thing. Oh, you want to get off? And he let me go past the very bottom of it, to the last possible point where I could, like, get off of the, out of the car, without, like, falling. It was like if you're at like a red light and the light turns green and like someone's crossing the street and they just walk slowly in front of your car, like they just know you can't go. And they're like, what are you going to do? Run me over? No, you're going to watch me walk extra slow. Kidding, was you 22? Yeah. Yeah, he was playing. Oh, well, of course he was. No, this kid was, this kid was the funniest thing that ever happened to this kid. I was the first one of the season. I I was in his, he probably went home that night. Yeah, first got the first one. First what? Panicked. Panicked douche. Got the first one. Well, now I know it's summer when I get the first panicked douche begging me to get off the Ferris wheel. Like that's his definition of when summer starts. Man, that kid! I tell you, the look he—and it was a game. I knew he was playing it. He knew he was playing it. Neither of us could admit that there was a game going on. But he, and he knew he won the game before the game began. He knew that he was the winner of this game. Man, did that kid love it. Let me off. Like that's what he wanted me to get to. Let me off. Like that's, he was, he, he would have been so happy. I was like, please, you gotta let me off this thing. I feel like I'm gonna die in here. Then he, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Oh, right. Let me stop the Ferris wheel, sir. We didn't even get to that point. Could you imagine? That's what you do. I groaned. I just had the triumph. I got this writing done. I felt like I broke this this the slump I was in for months. And this kid, you took it away in one fell swoop, kid. You checked me. Maybe it was good. Kid, checked me. Same old fears, man. Ferris wheels. I'll probably get on one two years from now. Think I can beat it? No, I can't. If anyone sees me getting on, if you if you're a Ferris wheel operator and you see me online, just tell me to to just get out of there. I just like just go away. What do you think you're doing? I'll give you the ticket to give to someone else. Best show. Hello. Hello. Yes. Welcome to the best oh, hi, show. Hi, Tom. It's uh, Matt from Oakland. How are you? Matt from Oakland. Is this really Matt from Oakland? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Is it? I, I, how 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 can I verify that for you?
0: Okay. Let me ask you a couple questions. Yes, sir. How many strings are there on an electric guitar? <laughs> Uh, six, unless you're playing a classical guitar, I suppose. Wait, classical guitar? Well, you no, know, like a 12-string acoustic guitar. Well, those aren't classical guitars. But do I know more about guitars than you? Probably. They have nylon strings. They got six, though. Is this... Look, uh, look. We've been doing the dance on this. I'll still do the dance. Are you who I think you are? Just say yes or no. Are you who I think you are? Probably not. Probably not. See, I knew it. I knew it. I I, I don't know... Well, you know who... I just... This is not you. I can tell this is not the same guy. Okay. Is it? Yeah... I mean, I've called before, certainly. Yes. You know, I think you're someone, right? <laughs> yeah. And are you pretending to be that person and letting me think I no. think you are? No. No. Are you a recording artist? Yes or no? Yes. Were you in a band? I mean, yeah. Uh, were you the front man of your own band? <laughs> Can I um?
1: Can I talk to you about something that I heard on the show the other day?
0: Well, let me just just answer these couple. I'm not going to name names with anything. Were you the front man of your own band? Yes. Are you now in another band that you're that y- you were not a founding member of? Uh, yeah. Is that band popular?
1: It, it, it depends on your definition of that, I suppose. It's not like chain smokers popular.
0: Yeah, look. We could all dream, right? To be chain smokers popular. They're very popular. They are very popular. Yes. So, you're in a band where you tour all over the place? I'm doing a bunch of laundry right now. No, I know you okay. I know you're not touring right now. You know the band I think you're in, right? I think so. And are you actually in that band? Yes. Are you going to play New York anytime this summer? I'm not going to say where or when. July. July. Are you going to play with another band that I've discussed on the show recently? You're taking it too far, man. Okay. All right. You're taking it too far, man. I appreciate that can i, I get in, you can i get into that show can you get me in absolutely like full i want full. The planning, like, actually i want full i want like the Lamy that has a number on it
1: that's what you said i was i was going to give you the uh drum techs laminate you I said want you the, want one that's more sophisticated than that
0: i don't want the drum tech you know what's another thing i noticed matt is um when you watch when pink floyd reunited for that live eight concert right like, they yes. did their final. No, thing. I don't know. Actually, I have no idea what they did. Okay. Well, about, do you know, the, you know Pink Floyd? Have you heard of them? Is that how far back you're going to take this thing? <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Well, they reunited for this benefit thing that Bob Geldof had done called Live Eight, right? And then you watch yeah. it. It was broadcast around the world, and you see Roger Waters on stage playing bass. Boom, bing, boom, 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 right? And you see David Gilman. Is he an anti Semite? you got to ask him. I don't know what his deal is. All right. I just want to like the music. Can you not... Because everybody have to be so... I'm not trying to be PC. I just thought he was, like,
1: openly anti-Semitic. I'm sorry.
0: I honestly... I swear to you, I tune it out because I just want to listen to those same records I liked when I was 10. Mm Mm-hmm. So, look. He's playing up there, then you got... The other dude, David Gilmore, he's soloing, right? Then you see the drummer and you see the keyboard player and the thing they have that the other two don't have wristbands, like colored wristbands, like they were clearly stopped at some point and had to be told like, like, who are you? I'm Nick Mason. I'm the drummer of Pink Floyd. Let me see your wristband. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're in, you're a performer. But they didn't make David Gilmore or Roger Waters wear the wristband. They made the other two dudes wear them.
1: I, I know that you don't like to traffic in rumors and innuendo but um, and, and alleges, but can I tell you something that I've seen with my own eyes in yeah. regards to that?
0: Yeah, 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 Matt.
1: You know who does not like to be stopped at any point in any backstage setting? <laughs> and who will f- get into physical altercation with anyone that tries to stop him or does not recognize him who's that jared leto
0: really he
1: does not like that not not like not being recognized at his own show
0: are people worried that he's going to go into like joker mode now does he like have that hanging uh, over them like the
1: the thing that i saw firsthand was pre-joker so i
0: I wouldn't know but but now it would just be like oh you don't want to stop me like, it right? better than what he used to do. Yeah. So look, yeah. what what was the thing you wanted to talk about? Because I'm believing that it's you again, and I wish you'd reach yeah. out to <laughs> me. I wish you would just reach out to me. Yeah, I, I have. Do you or don't you ride? Uh, do you do what? Do you have a motorcycle?
1: I do, and on the back of my helmet, if anyone is uh, in in the general
0: vicinity, I have a Best Show sticker. Do these other dudes in your band know about the best show? It's somewhat. They're not they're not into it as much as and I now am. Now I believe it. Now I actually completely believe the the <laughs> staggering disinterest that it's the not, other two guys have in this
1: it's hard, dumb, to, it's hard to it's hard to explain yeah. unless you sit down and listen to it for
0: like an hour, you know. Yeah, Well <laughs> So look. So what did you see, my friend? And look, reach out, email oh, okay. me. Just email me. Right. So it was
1: either it was either on the half hour power or it was on the um, the show in the dark that you did. Yeah, um, that someone was calling, talking about how Lars Van Trier is going to um, do the reboot of the Yahoo Serious movies. Okay, right. And I heard a rumor from a very knowledgeable person um, about two months ago that Lars von Trier and Bob Mold. Have been pranking people for a long time by appearing as each other, unbeknownst to anybody.
0: Well, that sounds interesting. I need to get to the bottom of that.
1: Well, I figured you might know because you tr- you're, you travel in those worlds.
0: Oh, those oh, oh, do oh, you know the worlds I travel in? Oh, what's that like? Oh, you know the worlds I, I travel in. But then I ask you about the world you travel in. You, you start. you, well, I mean, you, you, you want to know think what the I guys going to see? You, stop you know, the amount of you know, dancing guy, that's going
1: on. What's that? You want to know what the guys from A Simple Plan are up to? I can tell you that. You want to know what the guys from A Newfound Glory are up to? I can I can tell you that, but I don't know what Bob Mold's up to. All right, look,
0: you and I—this is meant to be. I feel it. It's coming together. These are going to—it's going to converge. I'm going to be at this show. We're going to—you and I are going to have the greatest time, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would,
1: I would, I would, I would, love that. I've been to your shows before.
0: Yeah, which one? San Francisco. Uh, I went to uh,
1: see you and uh, John in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, on the last tour. Why do not you say hi? Because you were busy. You were, yeah, you're, well, you you're very popular you amongst. You could have told here. me who you were, and I would have dropped. There I would have shoved the rest of this riff raff out of the way. I bought a poster. All right. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I would have shoved the rest of the riff raff out of the way. I really would have. I would have told him to get out of the way. Oh. V- VIP coming through, right? But so so look, it, e- e- email me. I'm serious. He just wait, do, do you not know anything, about, though, about Lars Van Trier and I, Mark I Van Trier? No, you've yeah, you've piqued pe- my curiosity, and I I think it's not you again. I think that feels it feels like I'm being pranked here. I'm not. I promise you, I'm not pranking. Okay. You. Well, e- email me email me. You got my email? Or email me. All right. Okay. All right, man. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. Thanks. I appreciate I'll, I'll you. see you in July, and I appreciate you. All right. Oh, yes. Okay, bye. Nice guy. Nice guy. Hey, Mike. Is 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 it's is Chris here. chance. Yeah. Let me ask you first. Did the wings show up? They not order. What are these guys waiting? Will you you want to go to bed with a stomach ache? Yeah. Yeah. Just not. eat the wings if you want. If you don't want to, then don't eat the wings. What are this guys going to beg? This is this is what I miss uh Dudio. I got to say. Dudio. You give him an angry whopper. He say, "Yeah, I'll have it or not." They think I got this this uh the Pan Martinez. What do you want? Okay, fine. I'll pay you guys ten dollars to eat wings. Is that what you want? I'll just pay. That's all you wanted to hear. I'll pay you to eat the wings. I'll pay for the wings and ten dollars above the cost of the wings. Okay, how many do you want us to order? Look, you get whatever you want. You can take it all home. I'm fine. And this it if Chris is here, you can come in and just talk and then you can come you can pop back out and do your guitar. You don't have to be prepared now. You can come out and just hang out for a couple minutes. Then you go do that thing. Looky, Lou. This is unbelievable. Can you believe it, Mike? Yeah. Where should I sit? That's you can sit in the, the fancy blue chair. It's all you. So Dudio's uh, uh, on, uh, on uh, assignment. He didn't want me to talk about what he's doing. And this is a, it's a little embarrassing. I think, I remember I told you he went to Los Angeles because he was going to meet Baby Groot and he's still going. Baby Groot invited him abroad and I don't think it's Baby Groot. I just think it's some dude with a plant and he just like sets it out and he has like a little microphone in it and it starts talking to Duty. He's like, I am Groot and Duty is like, Oh, hey, Groot. What's going on? I am Groot. And then, studio's like, what? You want my credit card? I am Groot. Okay, well, it's a MasterCard. It's a 5-4. Oh my God. Look who's in the studio. Can you believe it? Chris Thompson. Hello. Thank you so much. Oh, Brad. what? Let me, let me turn your mic up
2: here. I'll, I'll take it again. Take it from the top.
0: Let's do that. We'll re- redo that. We're going to back it up on this. Well, looky Lou, Look who it is here. Chris, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, thanks for coming. This is exciting. For people who don't know, you, your day job. I guess it's your day job, right?
2: Depends on how you want to categorize it. I think if, probably if you know me from anything, it's from this.
0: That you are from Vampire Weekend. Yes. That you, the stick
2: man. Uh, some might say I slap the tubs.
0: You slap the tubs. You're a tub thumper. You're I don't want to say stick man because it might imply you're like Tony Levin that you have like a Chapman <laughs> stick. Like you're not up there going.
2: I got two Vic Firth five A's and a four piece kit.
0: you locked in behind the drums, the, the 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 traps. Yep, as they call them. Drum heads. What are we talking here? What 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 are we talking? Uh Coated, clear. Oh, man. I don't even know anything about drum heads, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's just whatever is set up for you is yes. what you play. But look, you've been in Vampire Weekend for – that's 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 12 years now?
2: I think it's – the official anniversary is February 6, 2006, so 11, oh, wow. 11 plus.
0: Okay, yeah. And what are you going to do for the big 12th birthday <laughs> for
2: – Oh, man. Uh, I think we're probably going to – we usually go bowling on big occasions.
0: Sure. Big, for the band birthday? Yeah. That's not weird. Probably, in any
2: way. Be, probably be out in Van Nuys or something. Sure.
0: Yeah. You can just head out and have a big cake. Happy 12th birthday us.
2: Yes. Absolutely.
0: But now, the band, you, you did an album a couple of years ago. It's been a couple of years since the last one. you, you cast your 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 fates to the wind. And you said, I am getting out from behind this drum set and I'm picking up the guitar and I'm standing in front of that microphone and I'm going to sing these songs now and let someone else get behind the drum set.
2: I was thinking about doing a Foo Fighters documentary and I was like, you know what, why don't I just just do it myself?
0: Sure. So you're going back to like that original Foo Fighters, the thing where he played all the, the tracks on it, or as I like to call it. The Foo Fighters album that I like. I'm not going to drag you into it. You have to go to festivals and see people at these things. This is just my words for myself alone. And you have this band, Dams of the West. Yes. And now that means, that's from a, it's a literary reference.
2: Um. I not to me, but if there well, if is there it? is one,
0: now what is it? What does it mean? It...
2: Well, it it was a a little bit conceptual, a little bit specific. Uh, I had read some articles about the some arguments over words, literary, literary <laughs> <okay, laughs> okay, words right. uh, yeah. over some people thinking that dams that were built in the 1950s have outlived their usefulness. Okay, let the rivers run free. Yeah, and other people saying, just give us a little bit, a little bit more money; they're mm-hmm. still working great. Yeah, uh, and I don't. I, I sort of thought as a as a white guy doing rock and roll stuff in 2017 that I felt on the infrastructure of the middle of last century. <laughs> the, here I am, sort of seemingly, yes. if not already, so uh, increasingly obsolete. Yes, and uh, mm-hmm. I thought, and you know, infrastructure is kind of cool looking too.
0: And the record's really good, and thank the, you. it's really, it's kind of you know, it's hard to do. First of all, do you want something to drink? Do you need anything? To I'm drink? okay. Thank you. You good? Hey guys, would you mind, uh, you you put the air on. You know, don't worry. We got the Patreon going. We can, we can, (laughs) we can cover, we can cover the AC. You know, it's a tricky thing for music is anything that resembles like wit is a, is a hard thing and personality is such a hard thing to pull off. Especially for somebody who is, this is you trying on a new thing mm-hmm. now, and I have to say, the I, I I thought the record I thought it was so, I thought it was funny and witty and smart in a way that is not. It's, it's, it's they almost sound like pejor. They almost sound like those almost sound like 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 and to things. Some you'd people say. those are yes, pejorous. but it it wasn't. It was just so effortless. In, it was all of those things, but in a, in a very, it was like a, like a conversational stream of consciousness kind of thing with the way the words were just kind of flowing with this. And I was very impressed by. Thank you so much. The voice that you have going so quickly on your, on your solo endeavor.
2: That I think. I spent the most time and the most time freaking out and then the most time working on the lyrics probably mm-hmm. uh cuz I felt like I'd most of the other stuff I'd been doing for a decade and I felt confident and comfortable in some new stuff but stuff that I'd done that I you know I felt like I had experience in that the lyrical part was the the thing that both freaked me out the most and then you know I I think so may, I spent the most time trying to like get it right get something that felt unique that felt um uh, this words a little bit a little bit authentic or like yeah you know something that felt like that if i'm gonna do which i mm-hmm. if i'm gonna do this if i'm gonna put myself out there if i'm gonna you know <laughs> throw uh commit myself to the wind as you said um that you know it might, it might as well be honest and and, and something that i actually want to yeah saying and 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 present
0: well it definitely shows because it was it was very it was great to see that you had uh, because that's the kind of thing that can be for so many people can just be such an evolving process. And this is your first time out of the box in that chair. Mm -hmm. And you did it. You did it, Chris.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I I did have 10 years to think about, think about it. That's true. I guess the (laughs) second one
0: is the truly terrifying (laughs) one where you're going to be. Right. Oh no. (laughs) Like, wait, 11 more songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the record came out a few months ago, mm-hmm. and you've been touring all over the place. We have, we've done a, a full nation bit and sort of a haffer. Cause you, cause you, you opened for, uh, Father John Misty for shows and, and what, now, what is it, cause you're, you're, look, Vampire Weekend is, has re, have reached a certain level of success. Mm-hmm. Where you'd say like, yeah, I don't know if, uh, Radio City, no thanks. Little <laughs> cramped for our. Other who knows we've been gone for a minute. You know. But but now you're 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 back in the van.
2: Back in a back in a, a different one, but back in a Honda Odyssey.
0: Okay, yeah. And what was that like? Because that's like all the way back to the beginning. Because because in the in the scheme of things for bands, you guys popped relatively. Like I mean I know look you definitely it didn't happen overnight. But it was like the first album blew up, which n- most people don't get.
2: Tell me about it, am I right? That uh, is,
3: <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> uh
2: yes. I think that from my impression, which could be incorrect, I have a very specific point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh I think we did all the steps, but some of them quite quickly. Uh yeah. so we did it we did a few full nation tours in a minivan mm-hmm. um and then a few in a smaller van and then
0: Yeah. I mean it's it, like it just but it kept at it least it growing. was going yes. in the right yes. direction. Certainly. Like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are just like.
2: That is indisputable. We can't
0: uh, <laughs> do this van this time. <laughs> I guess we can fit. If you need a bass drum? Well, i should, sure you need a bass drum. I just
2: heard a really a fun theory that apparently. I don't know those guys, but apparently Spoon start off in a minivan, as most. Mm-hmm. A lot of bands do. But then when they outgrew that, mm-hmm. they just plused up to two minivans. Okay. Which feels like instead of getting to a bigger van. Just keep the left here of the minivan, and just have two of them. That yeah. sounds like a great idea.
0: Yeah. Do you ever see when Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer had uh, three tractor trailers going, and the, over the on the roof of them they put an E on one, an L <laughs> on the other, and a P. They each had their own. Yeah. Semi? Th- their own. Yes. And one, I think one of the funniest things when you talk about like rock excess, Carl um, Palmer built this drum set, and it was like the, this like. I, what, it was, yeah, what I forget what it was made of, but he made it, and it was just too heavy. No, for, <laughs> and it just, like no nothing could support it. It was just like too. It was like some like you had to s- give up the steal. riser or give up the set. Yeah, but it was like made to like. <laughs> it was like no stage could support the weight of this thing, and then when the roadies were like, like irked at at him, certainly he would have like this. If I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm getting this right. He had like this overhead kind of gong thing he was hitting and they would like raise it <laughs> like they knew where he needed his, it to his be reach, to hit from the chair right, yeah. yeah. so now he's just like has to like pop up a little bit one night the next night he has to pop up a little higher and just like they were playing with him and let me just say this prog rock next week. next week there will not be a best show for the first time in a long long time I will not be here next week. Why? I will be at the Strand bookstore, doing a, a conducting a, a, a an interview, a conversation with Dave Weigel, who wrote a book called "The Show That Never Ends," about the history of prog rock. That will be next week, next Tuesday night in New York City. I will be at the Strand. If you want to go, there's tickets and people can go, and it'll be fun. It'll, the book's great. And it'll be interesting, and it's a it's a fun story of his book telling the story. You don't even have to like that music to just like the crazy people who made the music. Just like the four-hour Grateful Dead thing I watched. Are you a Grateful Dead fan, Chris?
2: Um, I Not to the depths I think that many who consider themselves fans are, yeah. but I, I have enjoyed some of their music, although I agree with A.P. Mike and I – sort of cut off in the late
0: 70s sure you don't like that keyboard sound maybe creeping in is that what it is mike mike doesn't like brett midland mike his mike has told me before he loved keith and donna of course when the gotts chalks entered the picture not an amy gotts chalk of course was there no she's not in the band she helps with the patreon it's a name drop so, but Keith and Donna joined, and that was kind of like, when I, when you're watching this documentary, you're just like, oh, great, it's like a second Pig Pen is in the group now. I was going to say,
2: did your opinion on Pig Pen evolve at all after the documentary, or? I
0: felt sorry for him. <laughs> he seemed very sad, because the band just grew past him, and then he's just this guy who's just like, Oh, I wanna go. We gotta get down. Oh, <laughs> and, like they're just like we're not. We're kind of not doing that <laughs> most of the time now. And they like bring him up. It would be like bringing up just like a like somebody just juggling or something. It was like the equivalent. Like he did a. It's like he was talented, but not like in a way that they needed. At yeah, yeah, they didn't need it anymore. Um. Yeah, it kind of felt bad for him. Um, so you, Chris Thompson, the band dams of the West, the album's a youngish American singular, youngish American. Yes. You are the youngish American.
2: Yes. A slightly fictionalized, but, but yes, that's the general idea.
0: And, uh, you, you, you did these videos for the record, which are fantastic, really funny videos. Thank you. And one of them tapped in. I thought one of them. The one, what was it for? Uh, Death Wish.
2: It's a. You got to give me a little context. I can say I can help you out.
0: You're wearing all the jersey. All your you're flying the flag with all your <laughs> NBA. That happens in a
2: few things, but I think Death Wish <laughs> is the is the one you're talking about. That's the one. That's the least direct for the for the heads.
0: Yeah, that's when you were showing. It was just like, well, Richard Jefferson <laughs> must. It's like I like you. It's the Venn diagram of Richard Jefferson and Vampire Weekend is that video. That
2: was the elevator pitch for that's how I got a record deal for Dance of the West was essentially was just, just Richard Richard Jefferson meets Vampire
0: Weekend. And for people who don't know, Richard Jefferson is a an NBA player who played on the Nets during their their hey one of their heydays. Right? He was he was a rookie. He was
2: he was his first year was their first finals and that's when they hooked me yes. as a big Nets fan. Mm-hmm not really realizing that their general mode is quite bad. And that was an aberration as opposed to the norm.
0: That it's still you. (laughs) So, yeah, and he's still playing now. He's one of the few guys from that class of NBA uh, players, what was that, 2000, 2001?
2: 2002, 2003.
0: And he's still, he's now he's like the old man on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And... He's still just playing. But you, in this video, you you have all your Nets gear out. You're wearing Richard Jefferson. I'm trying to think what what else. I, who else was in that? An Armand Gilliam jersey, <laughs> right? 43.
2: Um, Actually, that was a Chris Humphreys.
0: Chris Humphreys. Oh, my <laughs>
2: God. Which was purchased somewhat. That was purchased during the Car- the Kardashian era. Sure.
0: When he was... when I he, think
2: uh, betrothed, but not yet married.
0: Yes. He was... <laughs> and for, I'll give some context here for basketball because some people say to me, "I love when you talk about basketball in the shows," and then other people are like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." I yeah, that's the Nets are this team. They were they started in, they started on Long Island as a part of the ABA, which was a rival league to the NBA, which was like a freewheeling fun league. And Dr. J, everybody knows who Dr. J is. He played for the Nets. Then the Nets merged, the ABA and the NBA merged, so four teams went from the ABA to the NBA, and the Nets were one of them, and they were promptly bad for, from that point for 25 years. They had a run in the early 90s that didn't really go anywhere, when they had Derek Coleman and Kenny Anderson, but then... 2000-2001, 2000-2001, this team, and they actually made it to the finals twice, right? In a row. And lost both times to the <laughs> Lakers S- and the, the Spurs. Spurs. And then they were bad for 15 years. <laughs> and here we are. And then they traded away everyone. Then they moved to Brooklyn, and then everybody was like, here come the net. Like, and, like, like I remember because Jay-Z was part owner, and he was just like, the Nets beat the Knicks in like a intercity game. And then Jay-Z's like, this is the Nets. It's like, let's look. The Knicks are awful, but Jay-Z, the only thing I want to remind you, it might say Brooklyn on the uniform. It still says Nets on it. As like, It's just like, it's, it doesn't say New Jersey anymore. And it now says Brooklyn and it's black and, and gold, not gold, silver. Or white. What is it? Black and white, Generally right? Totally white, yeah. yeah. But it's as long as it still says Nets on it, you got some bad bad times ahead. It's frustrating, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, I, and I don't know how deep into sports that you normally get here, but uh, I would say that the last five years have been terrible because we've sort of out-nixed the Knicks. Yeah. We've sort of done the same stuff but worse well, and gotten to the same place. But now it seems like... Our GM's, seems like a smart guys from the Spurs and
0: hopefully we're, we're on our way up, baby. Well, here's the fun thing also. The Nets traded away <laughs> what would have been like the number two. No, 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 the number one pick. This year the, number, the one. number one pick, of course. They traded away for all these old dudes where they were trying to win it all at once and nope. then they didn't. That was our shot. And now they're stuck with the memory of these old dudes who are no longer there, and they're not good, and they're bad. The Knicks are so bad, and the Nets are so bad. The Knicks are just like spectacularly bad, where it's like drama and fighting, and it's a public just kind of boring. Guy. The Nets, yeah, the Nets are just like, oh boy, the Nets are bad. <laughs> you know, it's exciting. I went to a Nets game a couple of years ago with uh, my friend Hayes Davenport, co-host of Hollywood Handbook, and we're there. And then if the Nets were making a comeback and they're hanging, just like they would always do, they'd be down by 18. And then look out, here come the Nets. They got it down to, they're only down eight. And then it's down six and it's just like, this is, they don't get any closer (laughs) than six. Everyone in the building knows it, including the Nets. No, I've been to a few of those. Yeah. We're just like, they're exhausted now because they got it, like they got it close. And you just know the other team's like, all right, we got to turn it back on here. But I look down on the baseline, and who's banging a thunder stick? I'm like, is that Morgan Spurlock? From <laughs> who, from supersize, supersize me? me. And then I go on Twitter, and I sit and I tweet, "Is that you at the Nets game, Morgan Spurlock?" At Morgan Spurlock. Within 30 seconds, this tweet has been favorited by Morgan Spurlock. Nice, and it was him. Dream favorite. And he was banging that thunder stick. <laughs> it was... And that's maybe the level of, like... Like... The Nets aren't exactly the sexy draw. Like, you see, like, a Knicks game, and it's just like, oh, it's Denzel it's, Washington right. and Howard Stern and all these people. And, like, a a Nets game, it's kind of like... Danny Aiello... Because he was... Danny Aiello used to be so, such great friends with Jason Williams, the... Oh, right. murder <laughs> The, the guy who. Because here's the thing, Chris Thompson of, Dams of the West, and Vampire Weekend, the youngest American in stores now and on all your internet providing providing services, all your ISPs, all your ISPs. I used to write for these basketball magazines, and they would get me credentials, and I would get them at, usually at Nets games, so I'd go. Continental a, Airlines or? The greatest. The, I'm sorry?
2: To Continental Airlines or? Yes. Yeah,
0: it would be, it would be, uh, bo- it was both. I, I overlapped for for the two years they <laughs> were in North. But, um, I would, you show up, they feed you for free, then they give you, you're sitting basically, you're sitting courtside at these games. And then, halftime, you go walk back into the press room, there's snacks laid out. And, like. We're talking high quality snacks or just, like, Cheetos? Notch up from Cheetos. Okay. The kind of thing that you'd realize that now someone from the Nets was swinging by Costco and buying, like, their cookie tray. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like, you didn't realize it then. But it's like, yeah, I think these are Costco cookies, which is, they're just sugary then. So, then after the game, you have to go, like, interview whoever I'm supposed to go interview. And. Down in the locker room, and more than once I had seen, I saw Danny Aiello in the hall, in the hallway outside the Nets locker room. Just chopping it up? Just hanging out, laughing it up, and then Jason Williams, who was this funny, oh, this guy was the, you guys, he was the funniest, most personable guy, he was like, he had this career trajectory where he was just gonna be like the media star, and then he shot a limo driver by accident and tried to cover it up and went to jail. It's a very sad story. He had a very sad life. He made huge, horrible mistakes, totally paid the price, Went to was in jail for years. That's the Nets experience right there. It's like their fun guy is in convicted of murder or whatever, manslaughter. I don't want to... <laughs> so... Chris you know when people always say like this guy is the the that of basketball yes like who would you say if you had to say like 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 who's a who's a player you wish someone would say you are the like oh Chris Thompson you're kidding he the NBA equivalent of him is blank
4: um
2: let's say I'll say keep it somewhat topical I'll say Kenyon Martin
0: Okay. Went to Kenyon Martin's house. I went there. (laughs) I interviewed Kenyon Martin in his house. was Was a very nice guy. Was it a good interview? It was. He was at that point out in Alpine where all the athletes live. And I went to his house. Very nice guy. Also went to the home of Stefan Marbury (laughs) and interviewed him. And that was as weird as it gets. At one point during the interview, he's talking to I was talking to his sister. I'm talking to him. Talking, talking, talking. He takes his clothes off and takes a bubble bath with his kid. And I'm just watching him. He just starts (laughs) taking his clothes off in front of me and walks and gets in a bubble bath with his kid. And then I'm talking to his sister for a half hour (laughs) while he's... And didn't say, like, hey, I'm I'm uh, going to do this bubble bath thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I guess they, these guys must just, just be so used to just taking all their clothes off and just walking around in front of everyone. It just was not, it's not what I'm used to exactly. <laughs> so. So you would want to be Kenyon Martin. Solid. Solid. I think uh
2: moments of brilliance. Um And like, seems like a very good teammate. Yeah. Um but you know never never necessarily the superstar.
0: Yeah. Did you read that thing where he was where he talked about playing and he just talked about like punching dudes and stuff. No, <laughs> it's a great thing an interview with him recently. I I'll I'll find it. It was so he just talked about like the straight up violence that goes on in the NBA and it was it was fantastic. It was just cuz he's like one of those old he was like an old guard kind of player, Already, not from the, yeah, yeah. but not an old. In a, he was almost from a different era in a way, mm-hmm. where he was the kind of guy who would just like lay someone out if they were bothering him. Right. Um. So who? What about like if you were? to like what would Father John Misty be if he was an NBA player? Oh who would he be?
2: Uh. Gilbert Arenas. That was my first thought. I don't
0: know why <laughs> that's a really good one yeah that makes sense right just kind of
2: minus the gunplay maybe
0: minus the gunplay. Oh, who minus, knows who knows i yeah, don't know what- look you might be backstage one of these shows and suddenly <laughs> you'll start arguing with him and then he walks out and he comes back <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh no father john misty has a gun because gilbert reed has got in something did you ever, do you know Joe Mandy? Do you know Joe? He's a comedian, Joe I Mandy. I know of him, yeah. He got into a Twitter fight with Gilbert Arenas, oh, which is nice. one of the funniest. I think, I think, I don't think Gilbert's on Twitter anymore. I think, I think Joe worked Gilbert Arenas out of the NBA. I think he, he accelerated the end of his career. How about AP Mike? Who would he be in the NBA? What, what would you picture him as a the, the Joe Wolf type? <laughs> a, uh,
2: uh,
0: my God, it? Oh my uh, God. Was it
2: Greg McCullough?
0: Todd, no, McC- Todd McCullough. Todd McCullough. Yeah, Mike, what do you think of that? What's that? He was a Nets a Sixer. Yes, he was. uh Yes,
2: he was a guy who. uh He said one of the funniest things when he, I think he had, he was Nets Sixers, Nets, mm-hmm. and when he came back to the Nets, his press conference, he said, "I just feel really good for all those kids who can go under their bed." <laughs> Pull out their Nets Todd McCullough jerseys and wear them again with pride.
0: <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I, I picture Mike as more of a. Uh, let's see. It's a tough. This is a tough. Mike's got like a, Mike's got like a Bill Wennington kind of vibe, like, like he's on a championship team, the best show, <laughs> obviously. And, but he's like a he's a, a an able role player. Who uh once in a while hits the winning shot? What do you think about that? No, Mike, you're more like a pa- a, a Bill Paxson, not Bill Paxson, Jim Paxson. I don't know who you are, Mike. <laughs> you t- don't exactly. Yeah, I want people to suggest it. You could do on t- people on Twitter should tell me who Mike is, the NBA equivalent of AP Mike is. Now, Chris, do you want to play a couple songs from from the album? Would you Would you grace us with that?
2: Absolutely, I have uh, two prepared that I worked on this afternoon. Okay, all right. I got the up tempo single. Okay, and uh, the
0: emphasis track, as they say in the biz. <laughs>
2: okay, I think I got in the biz too late. I, didn't, I never okay. heard that one. Uh, and then I, the song aforementioned Death Wish.
0: Okay. So, do you need to? Step out and get yourself ready? Can you just sit here and do it? What do you... Whatever you need is what we will give you. I'm going to need to clear
2: my throat once. Okay. And then I'm probably ready to go. I think some mics need to be placed, though. I'm
0: going to actually have to switch chairs real quick. Okay. Mike, uh, someone's saying you're Zaza Pachulia. Who's a cheap thug. Are you a cheap... I don't know. So, uh... todd mcculloch was also a big pinball player i remember that was a big point of pride for him
2: that was one of his personality
3: checks
0: yeah that would be like his in like his fun bio be like todd enjoys oh, like pinball. loves comic books yeah exactly be todd enjoys getting traded <laughs> and up and down the jersey turnpike chris cayman that's a good one you do have a chris <laughs> K I i can picture that mike
2: Mike, that seems like a winner.
0: Chris came in is kind of like uh, if uh, if uh, he looks like if Bonnie Prince Billy was seven feet tall. Yeah, JJ Barea. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> Mike doesn't give up. Let's see. No, he's not like Robert Ory. Who broke your heart more in basketball who like who of all the years you played who who what was the guy on another team who just you just you felt it and got sad, Chris you mean
2: my personal like j v high school career or the or as a fan of the game you could do both
5: could
0: I do think both.
2: the guy who made me sad was Penny Hardaway okay. just because i I really really liked that magic team mm-hmm. when he came up and yeah. He was a big Lil' Penny fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, he just sort of, the way he fell off, never quite got it back. Yeah, that, it was that, a bummer. You know, aging. Yeah. The
0: approach of death and all that. It was all the, the approach of death. Penny Hardaway. <laughs> that was approach, the first time. Yeah, really. <laughs> appro- end, just, yeah. Um, yeah, Bill Walton, because he's a dead head. Think about that, Mike. Yeah. Bill Walton. Kevin McHale. What are you kidding? Ke- Kevin McHale, like one of the all-time greatest players. Oh, this is Mike, I tell you. This is what I deal with. I tell you, and I'm saying this to that other guy, Matt from Oakland. You got to <laughs> email me. You got shows coming up. You got to get me in. I got to feel special. I got nothing. I feel so. Right, Pat? Yeah. Right? I don't think he's going to, though. I don't think he's going to either. I'm gonna be outside I got I need a miracle outside of S- city field so Chris
2: the floor is yours okay I'll uh, I'll start <clears throat> excuse me with the song
3: called
0: is that
2: that was the clearing of that the was the my that was one it? okay I'm allowed no more You're only allowed one that's it yeah uh called death Wish and uh it's it's sort of the little slowed down Jupiter version it's only so much I can do with a with an acoustic here but we can go for it yeah yeah yeah
0: it's all yours
4: must have some kind of death wish Didn't really start to floss Till I was 31 I guess I'm gonna miss this This was my youth full of interest. Time to think it's over Find the money For one more year Oh There's another issue With swimsuits In a juice bar Next to the liquor store And it feels like The ranch in Montana I once worked on where I learned when you butcher a cow It's gross, So, To try to keep your gloves on And I don't want to be perfect, no I just want to fix the fixable things, oh I've run all the numbers Still don't know just what my time is worth Think I'm ready to be a father now But I want to get some pizza first And it feels like the Unitarian church I was raised in Where they taught me that Jesus Was probably short and. Not super thin, no, he didn't need to be perfect, no, he just tried to fix the fixable things and I don't need to be perfect, no, I just want to fix the fixable things, oh, I'm working on my empathy. I'm working on my self-control I'm working on accepting the world And trying to keep my clothes off the floor I'm thinking about my future About my health through the decades I need to reassure myself that I'm more than just my Saturdays I can only kill myself slowly in so many ways And it feels like the random bed I once woke up in With no idea where I was or how my Head had started bleeding Definitely was not perfect, no. Hadn't you tried to fix the fixable things? And I am still not perfect, no. I just wanna fix the fixable things. Oh,
0: that was awesome! That's great. That's the that was the first song you would put out from the album. Yes, yeah. And that's Death Wish. Now, what else do you have for us?
2: <clears throat> uh, the, what did you say? The emphasis track?
0: Yes, the emphasis
2: track. Uh, this one also had a video for it, uh, the second one that came out. Uh, it's called Tell the Truth.
4: across the London Bridge to Havasu City My heart knows it's man-made But my mind thinks it's pretty When the lake was full it was a bold idea, no doubt The hubris remains But the water's running out Tell the truth, keep your word, promise something and deliver it. You're not bulletproof. That's absurd. No one is. You're no different. Now that I coast on rice sobriety, I still be the toast of Thai society. I tell the truth, keep my word, promise something and deliver it. From a cloistered yard There's so much evil With unfamiliar names and Where simple things are illegal It makes you cry like the Colts are leaving town again Plus they seem way more demanding then all the secular friends, tell the truth, keep your word, promise something and deliver it. You're not bulletproof, that's absurd, no one is me, you're no different. Let's the, the van and go for a ride. My face can use a tan on the driver's side. I, I, tell the truth, keep my word, promise something and deliver it. All the superstars. She still listens to small men in big cars. She tries her best to find the limits of her body, and she's not impressed with premium academy Tell the truth, keep your word, promise something. awesome that and
2: was a couple, great a couple of clubs in that one but um, oh it was
0: all right chris nobody. now do i call you dams of the west when you're in music mode and then you go back to being chris again
2: you know what my gen my pan music character seems to be ct Okay. Which I don't feel like I'm in real life, but a lot of people like call me CT when they like, meet me. If they meet me in the street of black from a Vampire Weekend show, which is the only time they recognize me.
0: And they'll be like, CT. What's up? Yeah. And then there's a CB. He, he's Bayo. Everybody's just Bayo. Bayo.
4: What up, Bayo? <laughs>
0: Precisely. Yeah. So is there not like look I what is the I, I I track what like Ezra's always talking like throwing out little tidbits here and there is there what when would the next record come for Vampire Weekend
2: You know I'm I'm generally supposed to say uh I can't say anything but I'll give a I'll give you a, a best show exclusive uh diversion right. tactic I'll, it'll come sure. out when it's ready <laughs> That
0: Oh my goodness are you sure you're going to get in so much I'm trouble gonna get now. A,
2: I'm going to get a call from legal yeah. after that. Uh, no, I I, I think we've, we have we uh, have done this a few times now. And any time you say a date or put any sort of time table, well, then it becomes a thing. And then that becomes its own story. Yes. So I, unfortunately, alas, cannot oh, say more fine. than that. But that's it fine. will exist.
3: Yeah.
0: But you're like into it to some degree. Yeah, yeah. But it's just when it happens, it happens. Unfortunately, that's all I can. That's fine. Look, you know, actually, my lawyer's calling
2: right now. Right now. No, look, no, no.
0: <laughs> look, I say this. It's like people. It's like, do you want it now or do you want it good or great? It's like which will you get to pick one? It's like you can knock things out. You guys could be knocking things out, and then but the 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 uh, the 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 rub is that no one would want it. No one would be asking when's the next one coming because
2: if you put out too many
0: well yeah because if you're hurrying through these things then it's like oh i don't want to hear that it sounds like a something that they rush through and some people work super fast ty siegel puts out like two albums three albums a year and they're all great because that's the rate that ty moves at and michael cronin does a does those records with ty and he does his own album once a year and but then other people do, do move at a different rate, and they have all side projects too, and they're busy, and they're all over the country, and so what, I invite all I the am best. I'm apologizing for you <laughs> for us. Yeah,
2: look, lay off. I'd say come come visit us at our 12th band birthday party next February in, at the bowling alley in Van Nuys, California. Bowling alley, yes.
0: But you uh, you are from New Jersey.
2: I am. Yes.
0: What town did you uh, grow up in? A
2: very small town called Inlay's Town, which I think people up here consider South Jersey, but I consider to be Central Jersey. Okay. It's right, it's the exit before Great Adventure on 195.
0: Sure, near
2: Jackson. I was a lifeguard at Hurricane Harbor for one summer, too.
0: At Great Adventure?
2: The, the water park uh, so, attachment.
0: Okay. And
2: what was that like? Ex- extremely boring, except for my one big save, which was at the end of the day. I think this guy just like, didn't want to leave. But Mm -hmm. he was, he was kind of fronting like, oh, I can't get out of the wave pool. So it was already kind of chilly. I already had my, I had my cool zip up, uh, windbreaker on. Uh, uh I'd take the windbreaker off. Uh You sure you need help, sir? Yeah, I can't get out. I had to jump in, give him my little Baywatch red thing and drag him out. That was the only action I saw summer, which to be fair is okay.
0: I prefer less action than more in that particular context. You only saved, you only played God once. which is summer. enough for me which is yes. enough for me you only have one person that's out there saying <laughs> ct man ct did it and then he he's just like i'll do whatever what if it turns out that that guy ran the music business <laughs> and that that's why everything's going so well for you guys where he's just like
2: like uh, behind the man behind the yeah. scenes, he hasn't reached out to me, but he's no. ma- taking care of me. A long like, way. I got it. I had a
0: bad run. I was gonna kill myself at, at Hurricane Alley. What was it? Hurricane Harbor. Hurricane Harbor. I went to Hurricane Harbor that day, ready to end it all, and then this kid threw the red buoy out to me. Is that what you did? You threw. A,
2: I jumped in and then extended my red buoy towards okay. him. Okay, because I could. I was at was a, at a depth where I could. My feet would, yeah. could touch.
0: And then he was like, he was just like, whatever that kid needs, he just tells his people to keep, keep, <laughs> keep tabs on you. So he's just like, hey, you know that kid? He's in a band, or he will be in uh, five years. He'll yeah. be in a band in five yeah. years. He got a drum set. That kid just <laughs> got a drum set track the music side of it and then <laughs> just like push it through <laughs> yeah. make them huge now oh, that would be that would hurt your feelings though you'd be like wait a minute
2: yeah this would be all right and then
0: you but how far would it go? what if you found out he's paying everyone at the show it's <laughs> that like deep is it goes that deep? far how deep yeah. does it go it's like a florence foster jenkins kind of thing where it's just like did you see that movie
2: well, as long as no one tells me, yeah. If just let me, you know.
0: That's exactly it. I'm okay not being in on the thing as long as <laughs> don't, I don't, don't break don't, the wall. Yeah, as long as I don't find out. i would say here on uh, thank you on Twitter. I'm looking uh, entertainment producer uh, Josh uh, Church is saying, uh, don't they realize? That in my fantasy basketball team, I'm a, f- a four-time finalist? That's right. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> he, uh... Wait, because what is this now? Hold on. Why am I reading this on the air? <laughs> this is the most boring thing I've ever done. What's that say? Foo-foo-foo. Fu- fu- oh, food here. So the wings are here, Pat? Yes. How many wings did you guys order? We just got 15. Just 15. One-five? Yeah. Do you need money? Yes. Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's what that exchange what was. No, oh, that's fine.
0: How much money do you need? Um, Here, here's $600. 100 200 $300. I can confirm that this is true. 500 Here's $550 for whatever food you have out there. I'm showing off in front of... <laughs> what is it? What is it? Forty.
3: You can say it.
0: <laughs> Does that include the tip? No. Okay. So six hundred forty-one. 41. <laughs> no. fifty. All right. Mike. Yeah. What did you order? No, oh, just just a couple slices you want some pizza, Chris?
2: I might partake. Now that I've, now that I've
0: sung, I can eat, eat dairy. Yeah, you did it. Exactly. Now you can have that clog of <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that, that dairy phlegm clog. Bring it on. Mike, is anybody else here? Claire's here. Claire, you want to come in and say hi? Why say it like she's, I do this thing. It drives me up the wall. I talk to people. I, sli- I slide into this thing as if I'm talking to like everyone's seven years old. I'll be like, I'll be like, be like, uh, so it's Claire, and I'll be like, how are you, Claire? And you'll be like, good. i be like, so are you having a good time? Like I'm talking to like a four year old. This is Claire O'Kane. This is Chris Thompson. Hello, very nice
4: to meet you. Good
6: job. Claire's, Thank
0: you. A, Claire's a popular comedian.
6: Yeah. <laughs> you are. I'm very popular.
0: You are. You're I, here. I
6: got some weirdos who like me.
0: That's all of. It's just like it's a matter of how many weirdos you can wrangle. If you to can your mass thing. enough weirdos. That's yeah.
6: all it is. I got. I got a gaggle, for
0: sure. You've got a gaggle of weirdos. Yes. Soon that gaggle will turn into a herd, <laughs> and then uh, what? What's the other groups of animals? What? A pride? a pride. A pride. A pride of weirdos. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Pride of Weirdos. Mm-hmm.
6: Strong yeah. people. <laughs> Instead of these weaklings.
0: Now, your audience seems like they'd be very physically fit. But <laughs> the alternative comedy world? now they seem. They just seem. It's like a Jack LaLanne uh, thing up in there. Who's that? With oh, the well, wings.
2: wings. The s- second round of 15.
0: Yeah. Slow down with these wings.
6: Who's so Jack LaLanne?
0: Who's Jack LaLanne? I'm
6: 16 years old.
0: Well, I'm 78 years yeah, old, yeah, so yeah. we'll meet in the middle on this. Mm-hmm. Jack LaLanne was a fitness guy who, he was a super old, he, he lived till it'd be like <gasps> 100. Yeah, yeah. And every year he would do, he had this show, like, I I saw the very tail end of it when he was like way past this thing when I was like as... When I was like a little kid watching TV, it would just be this weird V-shaped guy who would <laughs> be wearing like a jumpsuit, mm-hmm. like a red or blue jumpsuit. He kind of pioneered that look for me, like the the track, the track jacket, the track grandpa. and the yeah, yeah. track grandpa. Mm-hmm. But then he would always do this thing where he'd be like, "I'm still physically fit. I'm gonna pull this boat with my teeth for my 89th birthday," <laughs> and he'd like swim and pull a boat. And you'd be like, wow, he's doing... Then there's just a point where you're just like, is anybody worried that this dude's going <laughs> to die pulling a boat?
6: Well, they probably weren't his real teeth at that point, too.
0: That's fair. He might have just said... You had to ring her teeth? Yeah. yeah let yeah, him go. No doubt. Let these teeth go. Yeah, he probably like t- turn a crank to like <laughs> tighten the teeth. Now, Claire, okay, you are from California. <sighs> yes. But you live here now. I do. Right mm-hmm. now you're in the New York groove.
6: Back in the, you're I'm backing. first now. You're initially entering in the, New York the New York groove. groove. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And you are having a good time with all your you and your comedy pals. I'm
6: having a good
0: time making mischief.
6: Yeah, I'm really tired right now. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. So
0: um, okay, well you waking up?
6: I'm waking up a little you bit. You have one of those
0: uh, Coors lights?
6: I got my Colorado Kool-Aid. <laughs> what is it called? Colorado
0: Kool-Aid. Kurt Vile came in here last week. He comes in here a lot, and I love him. He's just talking about, Col- he calls it Colorado Kool-Aid.
3: hmm
0: no, I, I like th- that. No free advertising, too. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah,
6: I That's didn't a, either. Right? I think he made it up because he's a poet.
0: He is a poet.
2: I wouldn't doubt it.
0: What's the biggest crowd you ever played for, Chris?
2: Uh... 50,000 or so. What? No, oh, wh- yeah,
6: you're in... <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. And what is that
0: like when you're just going? Is that some festival thing? And- that
2: was uh, Glastonbury, yeah. That's okay. sort of the, oh, wow, the biggest... Because cool. even if you're in the smallest stage, there's still mm-hmm. like 15,000 people. Yeah. There's just so many people there.
0: So it's like not one five zero, not 1-5, which is the wings.
2: <laughs> right, I thought they were ordering 50 wings. That's, yeah, 5 five zero. Yeah. That, I mean, you half remember it the first time that happened was on our first album and i was a 24 year old idiot yeah. uh-huh so it didn't really like i didn't really like dawn on me that yeah. this is like a thing that people yeah. work their lives for and mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh it was crazy though it, it was a gray rainy british day the, the a lot of them have flags so they tell their friends where they are so very, very brave mm-hmm. hearty
0: yes cool is that what that is when they wave those flags or i men? always
2: think of that it it's, it shows your friends, I'm under the
0: okay. Tottenham Hotspur flag. Sure. Or whatever. And you wave the thing, and then they're just like, you're four miles away. But yeah. it's also a way of showing your
2: personality. I think mm-hmm. flags have gotten more, as more people mm-hmm. do it, it's more personalized. Sure. More. And it's, just, fun.
0: Yeah. it's fun for everyone else, yeah. right? Especially the people behind you if yeah. you're waving a flag. <laughs> it's not
6: annoying at all. <laughs> it's
0: hard enough. It's like, now I can't see the television screen that I was... watching. I, <laughs> I paid really. $600 yeah, to yeah. look at
6: a big TV.
0: Yeah, and I can't see it And right it's raining. It is right. So you're at that thing. Can you even feel the energy of that many people? Is that just like...
2: It's... Uh, I, at that point, I remember that that one in particular was like feeling... Because I'm not a trained drummer, so I was Mm -hmm. kind of – I still am figuring out at this point uh, Mm -hmm. as we go along. But I felt like John Bonham, completely unearned, completely Uh unearned. But it it sort of like – and I was doing – I was such an idiot that I decided to bait these 50,000 British (laughs) people by wearing a shirt that had Diego Maradona on it, who has a historically legendary cheaty goal in the World Cup against England. So that's, again, a very smart move. Did you get
0: hit with like a clump of mud?
2: (laughs) No, look, if I was the singer –
0: Yeah. Yes, but if
2: I'm slapping the tubs in the back, no one's really paying attention.
6: Slapping the tubs. (laughs) Yes, I like that too. (laughs) What's your Colorado Kool-Aid?
0: Yes, you just back there, glass and furry, (laughs) crack open a Colorado Kool-Aid, slap some tubs, and then then you and you're like boom, 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 with your double bass drums. (laughs) 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 You're just like, I'm John Bonham. Mike. (laughs) Mouthful of pizza. Mike. (laughs) Who's good here? Alright, three. I'm gonna tell you this, Mike. Enjoy that pizza. (laughs) I've got nothing but, and don't take this the wrong way, I know I'm gonna hear this all night long. People wonder if your head's still in the game. (laughs) They think the calls are at an all-time low. (laughs) They think the screen, they think the screening, the word I keep hearing over and over is non-existent. Mike says line three. Best show.
7: Hi, is this Tom?
0: It is. Hi, you're here with me and Chris Thompson and Claire O'Kane.
7: Hey, my name is Domenica um, from Shoreline, Washington. This is my first time calling, so I'm pretty nervous. So, uh,
0: well, Welcome, Domenica. Shoreline, Washington. Where's yeah. that? Where's that? Just north of Seattle. It's basically Seattle, okay. but the suburbs. Do you know who says that that's not Seattle? Someone from Seattle. Sure. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, that's not us. Right? You know that whole, the snobs in Seattle, right? Yeah. They drive you up the yeah. wall, don't they? Right? Yeah, I mean, I what, guess I was,
7: I'm kind of sort of one of them because what? I don't like to admit I'm from, I live in Shoreline, but, but then again, I don't know. It's where I
0: live. And do you go around pretending you're in the movie Singles?
7: Um, one of those I singles could. Kind of I could, if I wanted to. Um, not into the shaggy look, or, like, flannel
0: and... Mm-hmm. Who's the all-time greatest Seattle musician? Domenica. Uh, say it. Not Kurt Cobain. Uh, say it. Say it.
7: Um, no. I mean, he's fine, but... <laughs> you know who it is. Say it.
0: What's the best band ever out of Seattle? No, right? They're looking at me, troubled. Um, give
8: me a
7: second. So many bands are, so many band names are passing She's through
0: my head. Uh, what? Nirvana? Like
7: they're?
0: No, they're not even from Seattle. Kurt Cobain was in Nirvana. Mud Honey. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I like Mud Honey. Yeah, well, they're the best band, and, and uh. Death Cab for Cutie and the Sonics. Yeah. I you think. rank them however you want, then Nirvana, <coughs> then Tad, then Nirvana.
3: Ooh, Tad.
0: I saw Tad and Nirvana play at Maxwell's in Hoboken.
3: When? Well,
6: well
0: I'll <laughs> tell you this. The timeline-wise, it was before Kurt Cobain died. Sure, sure, sure. And before Nirvana was popular. Mm-hmm. So just somewhere in that.
6: I don't know why I needed a year. That's all like, right. It would no. even matter.
0: i can say this. Tad was so much better than Nirvana that night. Wow. Tad was just better live than Nirvana. Nirvana's perfectly fine. I love that first thing. Love the Sliver single. That's the best thing Nirvana ever did. Then they decided to sound like Boston. Right? <laughs> I think
3: that's
6: a, a little bit.
0: No, it sounds a little bit like Boston, that Nevermind album. The production on it. It's a little Clean, too clean. No, it sounds like Boston. You think Boston sounds clean? What I don't know. Talk? No, Chris. No. You hate Nirvana. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can. Ex- I'll let you expound on this. It says on your you, shirt, you hate. Says Nirvana. I hate. Yeah. Tad was better. Says yeah. That Tad was better that night. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy wrote great songs. I'm not taking that away from him. But it's like the one album sounded like Boston, kind of. <laughs> And then they kind of chickened out on the next album, where they made it sound crazy, and then someone yelled at him at the record company, and they're like, "Well, let's get the guy who did the REM records to remix this." And I can say this stuff. This is moot point, right, Domenica? Right. The look of terror (laughs) on Claire's face and Chris's face because I'm going against the industry. This is the stuff. This is the reason why no one wants what I do, Claire. I'm, I'm an outside. Right? You're pro industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like uh, pro Clive Davis. Pro or con Clive Davis?
6: As a person?
0: Because well, first of all, Clive Davis. Chris saved Clive Davis from a swimming pool. Yeah, and that's said, was, okay, awesome. then then was, <laughs> I'm, <then laughs> I'm, <laughs> <then> I'm <laughs> going to say pro Clive It was Clive his twelve year old like <laughs> <grand-nephew> <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yes. He was at Hurricane Harbor. Harbor.
3: Okay, great.
0: In Jackson, New Jersey, <laughs> exit seven A.
6: And he slipped out of his water wingies?
0: No, he was trying to end it all in the <laughs> in the wave pool. Mm. You want to know, wave pool was great. It was uh, Action Park. Did you ever go to Action Park as a kid to predate you? Surprisingly, not. didn't really go to the shore much. I don't know why. No, but Action Park was up. Oh, then. Action Park was this, 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 this. If you look, you grew up. Near Great Adventure, you don't need to go anywhere else. You're just like, yeah, I, I live near can, Great Adventure. I can see adventure. the roller
2: coasters <laughs> through the trees. <laughs> yes. essentially.
0: Yeah, you look out your bedroom window and see a roller coaster. You wouldn't need to go anywhere else. I, on the other hand, I had Bowcraft as my place. Mike? Bowcraft? Bowcraft still there. Route 22. What's it's, that? it's a, it's as busted, uh, amusement <laughs> park where...
2: Do they have a Ferris wheel?
0: They have a, I think they have a little, they have smaller rides where you're not sure it's like, this might be for little kids, or it just might be a really crummy adult ride. (laughs) Um, it violates the rule of thumb that I use with rides where if you can see where the ride is plugged in, you don't, you don't get on it. Like if you can see the actual outlet plugged in, you're just like, (laughs) no, they can get out of here real quick. If that's, so, Action Park was in up uh, uh northern northern New Jersey, and it was this thing where it was just everyone got hurt at this place. It was like they had a, a, a like a, it was like a ski lodge kind of thing in the winter where you the, like ski slopes, but then the, they had the thing like those cars that you ride down where you have like the stick that Ooh. makes you go faster, and those are so uncontrollable. Yeah. You got people crashing into the people behind them. <laughs> They had a wave pool. They didn't have a guy like you at the wave pool. People drowned in that wave pool all the time. They could have used a CT at that wave pool. They uh, Think about the bands that didn't get signed or go anywhere because someone drowned. Everything in that place was just gear. People called it Traction Park. Like Action Park, they called Traction Park because people always got hurt at it. The wave pool, I remember going in the wave pool as a kid. And thinking, like, I could, I think I might drown in this thing. Like, this is truly scary. (laughs) And the wave pool was going, like, up and down. And then they also had this, like, Water slide thing that it shot into the wave shot people way. out into so it's like someone could land on me. I'm having a hard enough time with these waves in this thing, and now some kid just flew and hit me in the head and gave me a concussion in the wave pool. It's like wow, I'm finally getting the feel for how these waves are going, and some kid comes flying out of the tube and hits me in the head. Domenica, yes. To what do uh, I owe the pleasure of this call tonight?
7: Um, I think i was talk specifically about the weirdness of the Grateful Dead, and, like, specifically, a week ago, in Seattle, in the Bower neighborhood, I saw a Grateful Dead van, and it's, like, one of those things you feel like you've seen, but I don't think I've actually seen one before. You mean,
0: like, a VW camper kind of camper thing?
7: Yeah, I mean, actually, it was, it wasn't a VW, it was more like a... Like a normal white, like those creepy white truck—not truck, not truck oh, but like a white van. Kind of
8: like it
7: was like totally white, except for it had Jerry Garcia's head, just disembodied, kind of floating, mm-hmm. and then like the little bear things and
0: the dancing bears.
7: So, it, yeah, whatever those those the gummy Please. gummy things They're are. Not
0: gummy bears. They're not dancing gummy bears. They were just Uh-oh. bears. Those fun dancing. Oh, bears. Okay. They're just bears, all right. I'll say this about the Grateful Dead: much better. Ever, the worst part about the Grateful Dead is the music.
2: The iconography
0: is quite strong. Yeah, it's amazing. The, the, the "Steal skull. Your Face" is one of the greatest logos in ever.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Dancing bears, not maybe not my favorite.
2: I can say, growing up <laughs> in Central New Jersey, <laughs> that make they go they go great on a belt. Okay, I've seen a the few Dancing, bears. Uh, dancing bears? bears belts in my day. Wow. I was never a proud owner, but I was friends with some kids of
0: nice smashing kids. the ice cream cone on his head. You know <laughs> that's that one. The Europe, 72. it's a great yeah. one. Yeah, the f- foot, the foot going across Europe. The the giant shoe, the leg with the pot of gold. Right, Mike. Great.
3: <laughs> the turtle, what <laughs> terrapin, terrapin station? station? That's not
0: so good. You know that's not so good. <laughs> Blues for Allah. That's a good cover, right? The only problem with it is the bad music they made. <laughs> American Beauty's a nice album cover. The rose, they had that locked down. The artwork they had, they should have just, they should just started hunting for other bands. Started a design firm. Yeah,
6: you know, good music, bad art. Yes, I think yes, art is really bad.
0: So you don't like Roger Ooh. Dean?
6: Is that who he's, does it? He's the guy. Like, who waterfalls did all the... and butterflies. Yeah, you mean you don't like I don't staring.
0: Like and imagining, what planet is this? <laughs> no, the purple maybe, sky. Maybe I'm on this planet. <laughs> I don't like it. Look, Fragile is a bad album cover. That little gl- globe, like the little planet. It's gross. Like a miniature one. It seems like dirty. Yeah. It, seems like, like, it seems like you're going to get some of it on you. <laughs> Close to the edge. Not a great album cover. Going for the one's a bad album cover. That's the naked guy from behind yeah, looking like, up at the skyscraper. Tormato's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's like a British gentleman, and then they the did tomato. like a tomato yeah. smash mm-hmm. on it. So, Domenica, <laughs> mm-hmm. you were asking about the Grateful Dead. What are we gonna do? What's, about what, what's up? Anything? No. You what?
7: Done? What should I do about them?
0: Yeah, look, you saw that thing. Chris wanted to know: was it yeah. an Econoline van?
7: I, I'm not sure what that is. It just looks the like a van. standard issue light mm-hmm. van that okay. makes deliveries. It was it definitely wasn't a VW. Okay. But, yeah.
0: Like a windowless and, panel van?
7: <laughs> yeah. I didn't see... Yeah. It, it was definitely a little creepy. Yeah.
0: Favorite, what's your favorite Grateful Dead song, Domenica?
7: I really don't have any. It's... They're one of those... Mm-hmm. I, I, I know I've heard them. Mm-hmm. Um... Because I've kind of mm-hmm. been around, I guess, just been around it for so mm-hmm. long, living in this area for mm-hmm. so long, and living in Olympia and
0: jam bands were like. Who's the best band from Olympia? You know it. You can say it. <laughs> Who's the best what band from, Olymp- from Olympia? You can say it. Come on. <sighs> the best band from Olympia? It's beat happening. The need? It's beat happening. Everybody knows that. Oh, um, yeah. Come on. Tighten it up. Tighten it up.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: Tighten up her music knowledge.
6: going to get some loose screws. Yeah.
0: You're going to come. You better come correct. Right? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm tonight. sorry. That's a, No, you did it. It was a great call. I appreciate it. And you have a great night. Are you? Bye. I think she was saying something in touch. <laughs> I think she said something very different from goodbye. I think it was RU. <laughs> and, uh, so Claire, uh-huh. O'Kane, yeah. at Baby's First Gun. Yep. Now what are you, Chris? Your your C T what is your, your handle online?
2: The real C T one. The nice. real C T one.
6: Number one or spelled out one?
0: Uh the numeral.
6: Oof. I'm surprised that wasn't taken.
2: Me too. I don't even know if the real CT was taken. I just thought the one was a better.
6: Yeah. A
0: now you can tell us. What's the name of this next vampire weekend album? I think you can give us that at least. <laughs> um, uh I'm kidding. I just I'm kidding. I'm just
2: I can say the one that Ezra has has made public hmm. as as a, as one of the as a draft name mm-hmm. Mitsubishi Macchiato.
0: I did I, I did read that <laughs> one. What about? I like it. <laughs> what if the cover was? And I'm just going to pitch this to you.
3: <laughs>
0: just picture this. Just not doesn't say anything there. Just like nothing. Like this is the cover. The we AP kind of did that head. with Contra. The you AP put, put Mike put That's true. on top
3: of
2: it. Yeah. Like the
0: but he's not going to come. Wait, in where for can it. I pick up
2: one of those? as a <laughs> headshot of
0: of AP Mike? Yeah. We're go, go to make... apmike.bandcamp.com. Okay. Why? would be really. Cool. Why? Why would you not know that?
6: <laughs> Black out his eyes with like a sensor bar. Yeah. That'd be very cool.
0: That's well, like I think. Like a God
6: Save the Queen. <laughs> yes. Mike, yeah. I
0: bought I, I bought a headshot from this guy. I'm the only one that didn't get one yet. I bought one from first of all. I, I, I provide the headshots, so I bring a box in of them. Here are the headshots. I never got one for myself, so I order one from the site. He has not fulfilled that. The only order that has not been fulfilled is the order from the person who brings you the headshots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't you? Come on and sign it. Yeah, it's not worth anything if it's not... Sign it to... Who wants it? Chris oh, or Claire? Who wants it? The, uh, Sign it and make it to Chris. Make it to Chris. I'll, b- I'll to buy one. Yeah, Claire Actually, will buy
1: you know, one. one. I know where your town is. I worked at Great Adventure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what, what
0: did you do at Great Adventure?
6: the carny? What is that? Well, I don't uh, like that. I'm I sure that, that, that was...
8: What's that motion you're doing? There. That, that was, you know, <laughs> ja- I thought that
0: was
2: janitoring. Outdoor janitor.
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought you were doing like a, like Rounds a, it's like a, a Grateful Dead character. Was just kind of like the, the skeleton, guy. the skeleton with the top yeah, hat. Right? and cane. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what you were. I thought you were doing that. that.
6: like a metal detector to me.
0: Yeah. Just picking
6: up the loose watches. Wearing a yellow shirt and green pants. It was a good look. All right, oh, get nice. out.
0: <laughs> what? How many slices did you eat? What's that? How many slices did you eat? I had two. Two. Okay. Really full. Oh, you're full. Oh, good. Good. Well, as long as you're fed, I know why purpose has been fulfilled. Best show. Hey, Tom. It's Jessica from Ithaca. Jessica from Ithaca. How are you, Jessica? I'm doing great. You're here with Claire and Chris. What's up?
1: Hello.
0: Hello. So what's going on in Ithaca tonight? Not
1: much. I mean, we have Kat from Raleigh over right now. just pretty much chilling out
0: wait she's but there I'm, she's in Ithaca now
1: yeah they're right here in my living room
0: that's cool yeah and, and how did you <laughs> how did you get to know each other through the show uh, no oh. we've known each other
1: for a few years me out. through a mutual friend
0: so <laughs> it's gonna have some big score <laughs> through uh, Making-
1: Elena and Ithaca Alexis and
0: Ithaca but the show has strengthened your friendship right Oh, it's of course. really brought a lot of joy you know, to our lives. Thank you. That's all. I, mean. I needed something. <laughs> Just look. I don't have a whole lot going on now, Jessica.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know you have this. And it's very important to me, and I want you to know that.
0: <laughs> With the show? Yes. Oh, look, the show's important. Yeah, of course it is. I'm here every week. we got some surprises coming up down the pipeline. Some fun Ooh. shows. Some secret stuff. We got... Uh, like what? Well, uh, that's a good... <laughs> let me tell you about the secret. Wait, that's... Then it wouldn't be a secret, uh, would it? Now, No, but... Uh, but... It's going all right for me now. I kind of got writings going back again. Got this Steven Universe album. Top four. Saw, top that's three great. on iTunes right now. I'm saying like that's 17 great. songs on that thing. 12 songs or something like that. I can't wait till the money shows up on that. <laughs> I already spent it. Was that a smart move spending the money already, Chris? You're in the music business. Perhaps wait like 6 months. Should I have spent the money?
2: Uh, yeah, spend whatever you get. Okay. Of course, always. But
0: I spend it like I'm waiting for it to show up. I, I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I I bought a I bought a small plane.
6: <laughs> I was going to say above ground pool.
0: No, I'm going to buy one. No, but this is number 3 on it. It's going to be so in not like 10 like three.
3: Oh,
6: in the plane. Yeah. Yes. That's it's going to be
0: hanging That's, off the bottom of the plane. I think it's
2: <laughs> number five and above on iTunes is playing money. So. You, should okay. be good. you should be yeah, good.
0: Yeah, it should be good. On a, but we're going to tie the the ropes, the the punch holes in the side of the above-ground pool, mm-hmm. like high up on it where the water would... Not at the bottom. It'll drain out all over people's houses. Take a sky tour
2: of, <laughs> take a sky tour of Manhattan yeah. while you're in the above-ground pool. The thing, look, you, know,
0: you heard me talk about being on a Ferris wheel. I don't think I'll have any problem sitting in an above-ground pool tied to the bottom of a a a small small airplane, yeah. No. So, Jessica, what brings you to the show tonight?
1: Well, I actually have a story from uh, something that happened this weekend. Mm -hmm. So, my band, Nancy Babbage, was able to play at this uh, town festival that was going on, Mm Mhm. And the show went really well, even though it was, like, raining during it and it was outdoors. And that was really exciting.
0: Good. So, it went, then well, it went well.
1: It
9: went well.
0: It went very well. Okay. I'm guessing, I, I, I'm going to guess went, there's more to it than this, though.
1: <laughs> yes. It was, I went and got some lunch later and decided to get some barbecue jerk chicken. Okay. I went back to the stage and this hip-hop group was playing and they were cool, so I sit down with my lunch Mm -hmm. to watch them from the back Mm -hmm. and then I suddenly just hear the singer say, this next song, raise your hand if you know about chicken farming or not even chicken farming, like industrial (laughs) chicken breeding Uh and the evils of it. (laughs) So... So chicken. I'm sitting here with my chicken leg mm. listening to
0: the chicken version of Meat is Murder.
6: Chomping on the bones.
0: Yeah. You're just like, boy, this jerk chicken is so good. Boy, <laughs> I earned your this. Uh, yes, well, I'm the well, jerk now. I earned this jerk chicken, and suddenly it's like, who here knows the horror of factory farming chickens? And then you're just like, oh, boy. They've got like dancers
1: in the the audience with their arms out representing free chickens.
0: And were they like, boo, when they saw you with the chickens? No. I say it out of sight, but. (laughs) Wow. I felt it. You know what? Maybe the guy had a point. Maybe. Right? Maybe you shouldn't be. (laughs) It was delicious. I'm sure it was. You know what tasted good. good about that, though? The spices. You put spice on anything, and it's pretty good, right? It's yeah. not the same. There's jerk spices. Oh, oh, no, of course it's not the same, but these are compromises you make oh, in sure. life. Sure. Where you're just like, eh, right, maybe this thing wasn't alive. Yeah. It doesn't taste as good as something that was alive, <laughs> but it's still, that's the trade-off. <laughs> right? You get it, Jeff. Wait, why am I saying it to you? You're the one eating the jerk chicken on stage. Yeah. Just yeah, that's me. Well
1: I also I also left a cup of water on stage and it was there for like five sets. <laughs> nice.
6: <laughs>
0: that yeah. That uh I don't know. I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> about that's just a complete, That's yeah. a complete, no, story. That's, that's, complete story. Yeah. That's like it's almost like a like a like a like a haiku in a way. I <laughs> you left the I left the water on the stage. It That's was impressive. there for five cents. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Must be some news. Is
1: Yeah, our band has a new EP, and so we can send you one if you want. Yes,
0: please. And people can check the band out where now? Uh, nancybabbage.bandcamp.com nancybabbage.bandcamp.com yeah. How do you like that, Mike? <laughs> you're not... yeah. Mike's the, Mike said, while well, you're <laughs> over at Bandcamp, you might want to swing by. He's got some crap for sale. So... <laughs> Well, Jessica, say hi to to Cat and everybody else, and I'll talk to you real soon. Okay. Uh, bye. A Vampire Weekend rider versus a Dams of the West rider. What are the differences? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's, let's uh, get some.
2: That a Vampire Weekend rider, you re- you get it all. <laughs> the <That, laughs> dams that of that is there. Don't, you don't get mm-hmm. anything. Okay. Uh, everything that I put on the Vampire Weekend rider is on the Dams of the West, or like a small version of it.
0: And that would be but what, we don't get what, what do you no, want? I like a
2: dried mangoes.
0: Oof. Dried mangoes. Okay.
2: Uh, love a good trail mix. And this is the rock and roll bit is no chocolates. No, no chocolates. Don't have the chocolates in no. trail. No not candies. that you need to buy it and remove it. Just choose a yeah. Yeah. non-chocolate version. There's 800 yeah. trail mixes now. At yeah.
0: Yeah. Target has a, 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 a wall of trail mix. Now, it's not like it used to be. What's a Claro Kane uh, comedy show writer like? <clears throat> what uh, what would be on?
6: Just enough toilet paper in the bathroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: just <laughs> and hopefully there's any toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one beer. One beer. It, if not, like a hat, just a half of something. <laughs> sure, just anything wet. <laughs> anything to <laughs> cleanse the palate mm-hmm. and a banana. I like to. I like a banana.
0: What's the order of importance on that that list of
6: banana, the, liquid?
0: Toilet. Toilet. Okay. Good. Well at least you've got your priorities yeah, squared yeah. away. Yeah. Mike? Who's good here? Four? Are those are those uh animals eating the wings out there? What's that like? Are you trying to <laughs> Speaking to of the chicken Are you able to hold yeah. Are you, are you able to hold it down, the, the that pizza? Martine's in the lead. You got 15 wings. Well, the first one to eight wins. Wait, save some wings. There's a finite amount of wings. I need a wing. Do you want wings? I love wings. Go get wings. Go get a wing. I'm not not right now. Save Claire a wing, would you? So it's four. This wing contest could end with a tie. (laughs) (laughs) Could be a 7-7 tie. (laughs) Because they're fighting over the nickname Wingman. Who is? Pat and Martine. Oh, but the thing these guys don't realize: the winner will be called Wingman. Whoever comes in second, I'm just going to call Wingman. Wingman, <laughs> like you're the Wingman to the Wingman. Yeah,
3: that makes sense. Right? Yeah.
0: King Wing. No, no. it's going to be Wingman or Wingman <laughs> Wingman.
6: <laughs> I know I don't have authority, but you no. Know.
0: Oh. You've some authority over the best show, clearly, So, uh, hello, hi. welcome to the best show. to whom am I speaking? Hi, uh, this is Oscar from Elgin, Illinois, Oscar from Elgin, Illinois. What's going on in Elgin, Illinois tonight?
9: Nothing really. I just uh listened to the best show and uh pretty nervous. I know I have called several times before, but uh, just uh, always nervous when I talk to you,
0: Oscar, you relax. you're here with me and Chris Thompson and. Claire O'Kane, and it's everybody's friends. Well,
9: um, I just want to say three things. The first one, I think
0: uh, the best
9: NBA uh, player that is closely resembles AP Mike Maybe it would
0: be Stacy King. What do you think about that, Stacy King? Yeah, he's like a yeah. I could see that. <laughs> he's kind of a stiff, right? Like a flop. <laughs> they overpaid for him. <laughs> right, that, right like that he's just like a because Stacey king was like a loser who won a ring just by being associated with a thing that undeserved it, This i don't like where this is going right? well i well you are the michael jordan of podcast oh, that's sweet of you to say i didn't want to, have to say it <laughs> i'm glad you said it i couldn't say it this the kind of thing you can't say for yourself that's true right like do you have a nickname claire
6: I'm the shack of podcast
0: guests. The shack of podcast guests.
6: <laughs>
0: no, but are you like, um, you, but you can't give yourself a nickname.
6: People call me Claire Bear, but not because that's lazy. I'm not going to
0: call you Claire Bear. I'm sorry. It's Strangely familiar. That's okay. Right. <laughs> hey, Claire Bear, no, do you tr- want some wings?
6: Strangers will ask. We'll call me Claire Bear.
0: Strangers. Well, we know you're CT already. C- Again, C- also
2: somewhat unimaginative.
6: CT1. Yeah,
0: CT1. The real CT1. C- T- the real CT1. Yeah. <laughs> Except no <laughs> substitutes. I'm looking
6: for a nickname, though. I'm in the market.
0: Okay. Okay. We'll figure one out. I don't out.
6: have any... Uh, dis- what's the word? Things that stick out.
0: Discerning. Discerning, that's the word. Uh-huh.
6: Attribute. Attribute.
0: Super, super Claire. How about that? <laughs> okay. Very personal, yeah. Right? Super Claire, right? Super Claire. <laughs> In the thumbs up. In the thumbs up. It's me, Super Claire. <laughs> we did karaoke a few weeks ago. We- <laughs> that was, Brian. that yeah, was fun. That was fun.
2: What songs do you do, Tom?
0: Oh, boy. What songs did I do?
6: Did he do all the small things? Yes. Yes, I did. Oh, pop pop- he do punk is
2: great. Pop yes. punk is great. Uh, yeah. I, my, my go-to is Fat Lip.
0: Fat Lip. By Sum 41 Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't want to waste my yep. time. Right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Who's your favorite member of uh, of Sum 41 Derek, Derek Webley. <laughs> <Yeah>, mine too. <laughs> no, wait, what are, Brown was Sound. Isn't the bassist name the cone? Like, it was like cone or something. Well, there's yeah, one like guy who called himself Brown Sound. Right? Can we say the, that? not the
6: drummer.
0: It's a bass player, bass I think. Bass player. So. Yeah, I did I did uh, All Small Things.
6: MGMT was my favorite.
0: Did uh, Time which, to Pretend. Which, okay. I would have done Flash Delirium, but the room was not <laughs> on in my... Uh, it, it, it was not a pro-MGMT room.
6: It was fine.
0: Because I sold it. Yeah. I made it fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do Flash Delirium. <laughs> it's a tricky one. That tough room. I also did... Macy Gray. Oh, yeah, that was really
6: good. thats I I usually go for that one.
0: I try. Mm
6: -hmm.
0: But do you do the Macy Gray impression when you do it? I
6: try. You did a good one. I did a good one.
0: I'm not doing it here. I'm saving that. Man. Right? I know, Oscar. Oscar, right? Yes, yes. Like the grouch. All right. What's your favorite karaoke song, Oscar? What do you do when it's time? Well,
9: I haven't done it yet, but I really want to do... Pussy controlled by Prince or sexy MF?
3: Okay, great. Oh, well, well, these are man, real. Get off my phone, I'm not <laughs> that
0: weirdo. He, right? The, the Peep Show? These guys doing karaoke. <laughs> they don't have that. Those songs? No, of course. Yeah.
6: Oh, they have sexy MF. I think.
0: But what's the other one he wanted to do?
6: Pussy control.
0: They don't have that on the no. in the book. Like you're flipping through the book looking for it. Do you Mike on the manager. Excuse me. Yeah. Do, do you have can we order this? can you order songs here? <laughs> uh, I'd like to order one, maybe?
2: <laughs> Chris, do you have a
0: karaoke song you like to do?
2: Um well, "Fat Lip is usually my number one. And that's
0: the that's the that's the starter. That's the starter. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: a good. I what? usually try to duck out of the room before I get called up again because you you oh, always want to leave one more. Really? Anymore. Oh, not duck out of the room, me. After one
3: song, no, yeah. not me. I'm just me like, either.
0: wait, wait, please don't shut the lights off in this place. <laughs> like that's my karaoke thing. Is just like we can fit two more in <laughs> to save the look. <laughs> I'm just gonna do "Atlantis" <laughs> and then. Like, <laughs> just try to figure. And just get, you could squeeze Atlantis. Seven minutes long. Come on, like when there's only like a couple minutes left, you pick a super long song. Mm-hmm. You're just like, they can't stop it partway through. <laughs> I'm the customer. I Bet they can.
4: If they, oh, they if totally want it to. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, they have. They
6: can stand there yeah. until yeah, <laughs> leave. and they can just turn the machine <laughs> off.
3: Yeah,
0: too. So fat lip. So when it's karaoke time with you. It's all fat lip all the time. Fat lip, and then it's just like an
6: Irish goodbye. Say goodbye to Chris. <laughs> He's going
0: to be leaving very soon. <laughs> Best show. Hey, Tom. Yes, hi. To whom am I speaking?
1: This is this is Scott in Brooklyn, formerly of Houston, America's Venice.
0: Scott in Brooklyn, formerly of Houston, aka America's Venice. Correct. I believe I called it that, right?
10: Yes, yes. Yes. So I left because you said that it was so bad.
0: And you went to Brooklyn.
10: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What made you go to Brooklyn? You figured... I,
1: I got a job here.
0: Oh. Mm, fancy. What kind yeah. of job? I, I'm a I'm a graphic designer.
1: I
6: was going to say that. I should have guessed. You should have guessed. Everybody's a graphic designer.
0: Yeah. So what it's are you it's working an on? an
10: skill.
6: Yeah. All right
0: do that by remote from Houston? (laughs) Um,
5: I was ready to get out.
0: Okay. You're ready to get out. You said, let me go to a city that seems like there's literally no more room in it and everything is 12 times as much money as it was a year ago. What neighborhood are you in? I'm in Prospect Heights. Mm, Very fancy. Nice. Do you miss New Jersey, Chris? Do you miss? Um there
2: are parts of it I do, parts of it I don't. I mm-hmm. I, I actually my wife is also from the 609 area code. Okay. Uh, we went to the same high school but didn't really know each other back then. Uh, and I have a lot of fond memories of Central New Jersey and mm-hmm. she does not.
0: Okay. So she, her, her her she's casting a cloud over your New Jersey so Maybe it was
2: a difference between Princeton Junction mm-hmm. and Emily's Town. There's, you know, maybe She was Princeton Junction. She was, yeah.
0: And then where, where were the other guys in from like Glen Rock? Uh no.
2: we got one Ezra's a North Jersey guy, he's Glen Ridge. Okay, yeah, Glen Ridge. Uh R- Rossum's the wild card, DC. Mm-hmm. Okay. And bassist Chris Bayo is Westchester.
0: Okay. So you have that uh you have that New Jersey thing, where you always looking at New York City and just wondering if what that would be like to live at did it have all this allure to you?
2: Yes, although Inlet Sound is almost exactly in between. It's like the cutoff between Phillies and Mets, mm-hmm. Yankees fans or Eagles, Giants, just whatever, had uh, half parents commuted to. So I actually ended up going to Philly more because it was a little bit more automobile friendly. Yes, when you're 16 and driving sure. to shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even for that reason, New York held more allure because I saw it sort of rarely. But okay. Every you know, every band went there, which was sort of at that point was the be all end all of where one would why one would choose to live anywhere.
0: Yes, and you went from there to school, school somewhere. I'm assuming to uh,
2: to university, <laughs> to university. Oh. Morning set hits, yes.
0: Where did you go to school, Claire?
6: <laughs> Nowheresville. Nowersville. I went to art school for one year. Okay. In Oakland.
0: Your experience is close to mine. Yeah. I went to Middlesex Community College. That's right. <laughs> For way too long for a two year school. (laughs) And if you go to the the wiki, I'm going to go here. Which wiki? Middlesex.
2: Okay. Are you a notable?
6: Uh uh.
0: I I think it's me. (laughs) Who (laughs) else? Who is your company? I think it's me and Jim Norton, comedian Jim Norton. Middlesex County College. Notable alumni James Cahill, mayor of New Brunswick. Hmm. Pretty good, Jim Norton, comedian, actor, <laughs> and radio personality. Danny Pina- Danny Pineturo, actor from the TV show "Who's the Boss." Oh,
3: huh.
0: well, here's a fun one: Ahmad Khan Rahami, suspect in the 2016 <laughs> New York and New Jersey bombings, and me.
3: Churning <laughs> out a lot of bad
6: boys. Yes.
0: Yeah, this school is. Yes. We're, we're, we're pretty bad here. Sure, we have, uh, Lily Yip, the, uh, Oli- the table tennis Olympian is from here, but, uh, we do have the suspect from the 2016 <laughs> New York and New Jersey bombings. And it does make note, which is maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen, did not graduate. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> if only he would have seen the two year program through, maybe he would have realized. I could be on the radio. It was like like 80% of the alumni from this school. Either that or the guy from Who's the Boss? Who was he on Who's the Boss?
6: He was the son. Was he?
0: Yes, he was yeah. the son on Who's the Boss. That's fun. Right? Maybe we should have a big party at Millsex County College. When I went to the radio station there, which was not a radio station, it was a PA system in the student center, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, They would regularly just shut it off also, by the way. Like, you'd be listening, some kid would be playing records, and then someone else would just put Z100 on. Like, (laughs) just, like, change it. And I went up to the... I was like, "I boy, I want to do radio at some point and talk into microphones and let me go. I go up and I talk to someone, and there's a kid sitting there, slumped in a chair, listening to brain salad surgery by emerson lake and palmer playing it as a dj and i was like yeah i want to find out about getting on the air at this non-radio station radio station he's like yeah no more slots man (laughs) and it's like seats taken no more slots (laughs) this isn't real like this is not a real radio station it's you're you're playing records for yourself like you're sitting in a room listening to records and there were no more slots and then boy did I show that guy, right? I show him.
6: Yeah. You, Jim Norton.
0: Me and Jim Yeah. Well that's like your that's like your crowd, the, the Oh the, the tough the, crowd? Well, this is the comedians, the the like say anything shock jock kinda mm-hmm. right? Is that we're is that your style it. of, of yeah, comedy? Yeah, yeah. Just outrage, Just outrage yeah. comedy, right? Mm-hmm. No jokes. (laughs) No, no, no. Just
6: (laughs) offensive phrases. Hate speech, basically. Yeah. It's basically...
0: (laughs) basically Legal hate speech. Legal, professional hate speech. Mm -hmm. No, you're not With a two-drink minimum. With a two-drink... No, it's... it's, I'm scared of stand-up comics. That's to some degree. You know what I mean? because he made fun of your
6: jacket that way? No, that was
0: Nick DiPaolo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was not Jim Norton. Jim Norton seems perfectly fine. But just those rough guys, like they're always like making fun of each other. Like, like Chris, do you make fun of your friends? You guys just like, oh, you should have seen it. We just ragged go- down this. Yeah, guy. we goofed on our friends so badly, and it's like, not why. Really. I thought was I never had that
2: particular impulse. Although, if yeah. there's any cause out there, then beg to disagree.
0: Look, I'm not mean with this. Am I mean? No. no. Sure, I humiliate Mike on a weekly basis. And Pat and Dudio and everyone who calls the <laughs> show. And Chris and I met at Saturday Night Live. Do you remember this? Not sure which. You guys were playing Saturday Night Live. I was there backstage. And uh three days earlier, four days earlier on a Tuesday, I had said on the air about Vampire Weekend, Making a joke, of course. I was like, I don't know about those guys. I don't know about any band that dresses like Robert Chambers, the preppy killer. Like, I don't know. And then, like, you were just like, you're hey. And I was like, oh, you're like, hey, I'm a fan of the best show. I'm like, oh, that's nice of you to say. And then I'm just thinking, like, oh, boy, four days ago, I made the only joke I ever made about these guys on the show. And now four days later, I'm meeting them. So it's just like, hey, I just gotta tell you, I made a joke about <laughs> you guys. Like, I was gonna own it. I'm not gonna be some sneaky dude. I gotta face the music on that.
2: I think the worst part about that joke is that a lot of other people have made it. It's not.
0: No, well, that's fair. Look, no, look. Like, you see what it's like doing this thing? I'm not saying this is all <laughs> a, This is not top shelf material here for three full hours. Sometimes you'll. see. Sometimes we 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 kind of. It's like waves. It's like, it's like the hurricane harbor. Harbor. <laughs> the wave pool. Just like being in that wave pool. Sometimes it's up. Sometimes it's down.
3: Sometimes you drown.
0: Sometimes you drown. Sometimes you get the hang of the pool and a kid flies out of the <laughs> kid flies out of the water slide and hits you on the back of the head and you drown because you're concussed. But yeah, so I was just like, so what was, that, what was I saying? Oh, I was saying I don't make fun of people. I think that's what I was trying to get back to, except I think I just me realize they do make fun of people i'm no different i guess it's the school i went to it's my schooling uh-huh. i just blame it on my schooling jim norton bombing suspect the kid from who's the boss i'm sure he's made fun of people this table tennis champ doesn't seem like a
2: she's not very aggressive style yeah, yeah, yeah she seems
0: a little aggressive um yeah so i i'm, I'm just a product of my environment Oh, sorry. You're still on the line? Yep. Hi, best show. I think I hung up on her. I can't remember who I was talking to. Hi there. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Hi, good. This is Mike from Montreal. Mike from Montreal. What's up, Mike?
10: First time caller, long time listener. Well,
0: that's good to hear. Montreal's a great city.
10: Yeah. I actually, I'm calling because I saw Alan Licht um, play a show here on Sunday night, or uh, Saturday night, mm-hmm. rather, and it was. Really great.
0: He's great, a great guitarist. Alan Licht, New Jersey yeah. guitarist. He yeah, was in the band did. Love Child, and then he's been in all sorts of downtown kind of stuff. And he's a he's a. I put a single out by him a long, long time ago, which was him yeah. doing an amp noise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> was that the emphasis track?
0: Both songs were emphasis tracks. <laughs> so sure. It was a double A set. Double A side. Yes, uh, <laughs> the. Yeah. And the record was called, you can say it, Caller.
10: Calvin Johnson has ruined rock music
0: for a generation. Yes, Calvin Johnson has ruined <laughs> rock for an entire generation was the name of the single. So, uh yeah, so you had a good time. I'm glad you had a good, he's a good guy.
10: Yeah, it was great. We actually, we talked a little at the show and then I was... uh kind of feeling inspired by, I don't know, I said sort of the spirit of the best show, but then I said, hey, let's meet up for an hour if you have time tomorrow before your next show, and he said, okay, so we grabbed some coffee on Sunday morning and ended up uh, interviewing him, and I'd never really interviewed anybody before, and it was a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome.
10: Yeah, it was great. We talked about, you know, Run On and Love Child and, you know, Hoboken in the 90s, but uh, new stuff, too. And he had one kind of, uh, I mean, he had a lot of great stories. Um, one of his kind of crazy stories was about, uh, he was interviewing, um, some minimalist people for a magazine in the late 80s, early 90s, like Charlemagne Palestine, Tony Conrad, mm-hmm. Glenn Branca. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was interviewing them with a guy from college who was also a sort of fan of that scene, mm-hmm. named Neil. And, uh, that guy was, Neil Strauss, who went on to write the game, the pickup yes.
0: artist book. One of my favorite books. Or yeah. well, as I call it, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I live my life. <laughs> the game, right? The rules. What was like- it again? The rules? I just called again, I do call it the Bible. That's just He was the rock writer who ended up who wrote the Molly Crew book and then he started writing books on like lifestyle stuff and then became sort of living the life he was writing about.
10: Yeah. Like following the steps Wait, what's that? between My, Glenn, like getting between Glenn Bronca to Molly crew to picking up chicks is like <laughs> a chain that is just crazy to me.
0: Mike saying, I got to take this call. There's uh, something on the hotline here. So thanks for calling. Thanks for giving me the chance. Okay, All fine. right. Have a good okay. okay. Go to the hotline. Okay. Make no, nobody's there. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Oh, you made me hang up on that guy, Mike. Tighten it up, Mike. <laughs> tighten it <laughs> up. So Chris, what's going on for the rest of this year now? You 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 finished uh, you finished some touring?
2: Finished some touring. Uh right now only got two shows on the books. Uh one is in on June nineteenth, which is two weeks from yesterday, at Babies Alright in Brooklyn, New York. Nice. nice. And then the other one is also in the five boroughs, uh, playing. I believe I don't know if I love to say the time, but I believe the f- literally the first set of the day on Saturday of the Meadows Festival, which will be exciting to be that's to cool. perform yeah. that close to uh, the closest I'll ever be to becoming a met.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's uh, who else is on that? <coughs> Bill,
2: we're on Gorillas is the is on our day. Erica Badu. Okay. Uh, lots of lots of people classic festival style lots of people when is that september the Ooh. teens of september
0: what He's <laughs> like what is that
6: i just i want to see Eric Baptiste and chris
0: all right. we i'll make it happen <laughs> <laughs> i got the hook up all right i got hook up
6: <laughs> did you get the hook up for Bl- Lincoln blink yet? Shh yet oh he called earlier did he really
0: yeah, I missed it. He said he's gonna give me the hookup. He's gonna give me a lammy. You know the lammy I want, Chris, right? I do. He's got the, <laughs> number yeah, yeah. with the number on it. I want one with a number on it.
2: That's that's Love.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what love. I
6: was gonna say. Yeah,
0: and I've gotten them before. I can hang with it. I'm a responsible. <laughs> what's, your, what's your
2: favorite lammy you've ever gotten?
0: Oh boy, <laughs> favorite <laughs> <that's your, laughs> lammy. Oh, no, no, this is a good question. Like, Thanks for asking. I've been waiting my whole life for somebody to ask what's the best lammy I've ever been given. Um, probably one of those death cab lammies. Nice. That, uh, yeah, those had numbers on them. I, I worked my way up to earning numbered lammies for them, and I could just walk in any show. Yeah, it's a lammy.
2: Although it has to be on the same tour, of the same oh, yeah, cycle. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. if you oh, wait oh, for the next album, oh, you can't, yeah. oh, no, you no, no. can't use no. the same no. lammy. No. Yeah.
6: Same lammy. For, Any
0: for the for the leg of the tour. Yeah. Then they reset the Lammies. Because
2: you don't want to... There's a real sunk cost is printing up the Lammies. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool, You don't want to redo it every tour. And you can't
0: let these things fall into the wrong hands That's either. why it's numbered.
2: That's why yeah. you it's were traceable. on the, TM, the tour manager's list of like yeah. number, oh. let's say, 22 oh. yeah. is Sharpling. Oh, I remember. And if one. some knucklehead comes back two months 22. later... yeah. And they come back They know to it's me. yours, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I... Look. This is my goal. Numbered Lammy at that show <laughs> over the summer. Mm-hmm. Numbered vampire weekend lammies. Mm-hmm. Get this. Single digit numbered Dams of the West. <laughs>
2: Lammy. Oh, uh, we are not at Lammy Lev
0: yet. Whoa. Just make mm-hmm. one Lammy for me. Like this weird, <laughs> sad Hey, here's Tom, here's the Lammy. It's number five. <laughs> yeah, just i make one number, and it's number yeah, five. Yeah, number yeah. five, buddy. <laughs> Single digit, just like you mentioned. Just to make them feel special. Because yeah. you know I would fall. If, I'd be like, "This isn't real." If it says <laughs> number one on it, this is a fake. Well, it's lamby. true because
2: there's four people in the yeah. band, myself included. So you'd be five. That'd I'd be five, five six. Six.
0: yeah. So Claire, okay, and yeah. for the for the tour. No, I want a Lammy for your shows.
7: Oh,
6: for me?
0: Yeah. So, want to see the toilet paper and the banana <laughs> and the cup of liquid?
6: I don't think I'll Do ever be Lammy. The liquid,
2: cold or hot? Or
0: room tech?
6: Really, I'm not. I'm not a diva, you know. <laughs> Just give me some. <laughs> okay.
0: Just make sure it's wet.
6: Something to swish around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> next week, no best show. No best show next week. I will be at the Strand Bookstore interviewing author Dave Weigel about his new book, "The Show That Never Ends: The History of Prague Rock." So if you're in New York, come by. It's going to be great. It's going to be. In conversation, me and Dave talking about his brand new book, which is a great book. I'm taking a week off. I've, we've, we've done so many shows. I haven't missed a show in, since December, I think, between Christmas and New Year's. Christmas? Probably, yeah. Was probably the last show we missed. Right, Mike? He doesn't know. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I'm taking a week off. It'll be good to recharge my batteries. Mm-hmm. So.
6: Is ELP in that book?
0: Why, yes, they are. <laughs>
6: Is there a chapter?
0: It just tells it in, in chronological, so checks it's not in like with a, everybody.
6: The band could be your life situation. It's not like that, yeah, no. Yeah.
0: It's just the story, and the here come, Harvey yes, and then away. here come Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer, and then here's King Where Clinton. does it end? It That's ends, it ends kind of, uh, it goes into that second wave of Of Dream Theater and bands like that. It kind of gets them into (laughs) the mix. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Don't worry. (laughs) I want the the original run with these things. Claire, you like Soft Machine. I
6: I like Soft Machine Mm -hmm.
0: and yes. What's your favorite Soft Machine song? Let me guess. We did it again. That one's good. Right?
6: I like the one that goes and no my now on no no you know.
0: <laughs> What's that one?
6: I don't know. I don't know the names of songs that are nine minutes long. Sure. I forget.
0: Chris, did any of this ever enter your worldview?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I think it's on three, out bloody Rageous. Is that yeah. one? Yeah, oh, that's a yeah. good one too.
0: Yeah, full that album, full side one. of a record. Yeah. Oh, that's my
2: favorite.
6: I think that's the one that's like <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> one. and his and talk a dope a New York. Town,
0: and <laughs> New think that's York State. No, that's that's Moon at? in June. Oh,
6: I like that
0: one. That's the one. There's this thing when they did like this Peel session that Soft Machine came in and they did alternate lyrics for Moon in June, and it's just like, <laughs> like, like I'm such a, I'm way too into it because I'm just like, well, this is funny. It's uh, it's lyrics about performing on John Peel. Isn't this funny? And it's like. Oh boy, am I off target <laughs> in in big ways. I am so far I am dr- adrift where I'm just like, No, but they re- mentioned the, the, the other bands and they mentioned the this stu this other studio with the BBC. God. Yeah, right? No. Absolutely. Oh, you don't think I feel that? No. <laughs> oh, it's like the voice in my head. Oh god. Like I hear that every day? It's hard. It's hard, Claire. What are you doing for the rest of this year? What do you have coming up? Do you have any shows of note?
6: Uh, I'm doing uh, the last Macaulay Culkin show uh, at, what's it called? Shea Stadium. Stadium. Mm-hmm. This Sunday. Okay. And then I got a show tomorrow.
0: Okay. Where's Bush, that?
6: Bushwick Public House. Okay. Some Bush Bushwick beer situation. All right. And I just got a job at a butcher shop today, so catch me... At the butcher shop.
0: You're at the butcher shop. Mm-hmm.
2: Can you say which?
6: I don't know. I'd be weird if I could. It's not mm-hmm. like a... I would say... Do you have a
2: non-compete clause with
6: the yeah, last I butcher might. shop you worked at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Park Slope.
0: When you just get a job. It's usually not the best to test the boundaries of a thing like that. Like, yeah. hey, I talked about it on the radio <laughs> last night. Yeah. The butcher shop.
6: Come get your lamb the, slices.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is that the technical term? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. We're Are you working the slices? Heavy on the slices. No, I'm cutting chicken cutlets. Okay. And then otherwise, my official title is Butcher Shop Production Assistant. So okay. So it's like I never left the biz. Look. I'm just cleaning <laughs> You're in it. Dishes. You come
0: from You come from humble backgrounds.
6: Humble current, right. current life. No, but you're,
0: you're, Chris is a guy. He's working at Great Adventure. Yeah. Right, for all the fanciness of this band, where they're singing about all these things, but fancy lifestyles, <laughs> right? They're not real fancy people. Sure, you were right. Yeah, no. people read books. That's I think all it there, is.
2: there was an interest in fancy things more so than we ha- had them. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's clear because fancy people don't <laughs> sing sing right about, about being that, yeah. fancy. It's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a just it's the last <laughs> thing they want you to know about them. Is that they're fancy,
3: mm-hmm. right? Right? Yeah.
0: That's why slobs like me—we find a twenty-dollar bill on the street. We start telling everybody about it until <laughs> everybody's heard about the thing I found. That they—it's like, yeah, we heard you found a twenty-dollar bill.
3: Yeah,
0: I Damn got yeah. a
6: free steak today. You it's in got a, a free... fridge right now?
0: <laughs> in that fridge? Yeah, I had to bring I'll, it with I'll me. I'll tell too. you this—it's not in that <laughs> fridge anymore. It's in Mike's car. That steak is in Mike's car, Mike. Hey, Mike, good news. I think you have a steak connect now, because yeah. you have a shrimp connect. Just don't even listen to him. Um, <laughs> Mike bragged about how he he went down to see some friend in Florida. He drove to Florida and he bought shrimp up here. All He's going the to way the drive. Yeah, he bought shrimp here. <laughs> That's a nice drive. Ice? I don't think he had it on ice. What did you have it on? A cold soda. He had, (laughs) he put, he put, he put a cold can of Coke on the shrimp. And were you sick after eating the shrimp? The shrimp connect. This sounds sketchy to me.
6: You got to surf and turf.
0: You know, that sounds like Mike, don't take this the wrong way. It sounds like there was a false bottom in that cooler (laughs) that you drove down with right? No, officer. It's just a cooler. It's got shrimp in it. And the guy like taps the side and realizes it's like weirdly solid, solid (laughs) then hollow sounding at the bottom of the cooler. I don't know how solid a star from cooler sounds.
9: Best show, hi. I love you. You pay my rank.
0: It's true, the Pet Shop Boys, you like the Pet Shop Boys? Who likes the Pet Shop Boys? Yeah. Everybody
9: hey. with a brain likes the yeah. Pet Shop Boys. And
0: I saw them in uh Morristown, New Jersey, a <laughs> that few, have uh, been wonderful. few months ago, and the guy Neil Tennant was just like, "Hello, Morristown, New Jersey. It's so great to be here." In Mor- it's like in Morristown. <laughs> it's like all right, you can stop with the <laughs> more. Like none of us, as a kid growing up, always dreamt, "Yeah, come headline Morristown, New yes, Jersey someday." <laughs> In England, that he was a, a a young lad in England writing songs. He's like, someday these songs are going to take us all the way to Morristown, New Jersey, <laughs> where we're going to play the town center. Is, it that, is that that theater? It was, was the, the theater, theater? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good show.
2: Did all the on,
0: What's that? This is B.B. from Las Vegas, one of my favorite callers. How are you, B.B.? I'm good, sweetheart. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Las Vegas home of... You can say it. Um, Who's the best band out of Las Vegas?
9: <laughs> oh, everybody. You know, I
0: should have prepared for this. The Killers! The Killers. All right, I'll take The Killers.
9: I'll right? take St. Brandon Flowers.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite <laughs> Killers album? Same I honestly town. am not a... You just like the songs. Yeah, I just like the about. songs
9: and the singles. I don't pursue their over shall we say.
0: They, uh, at one point, they decided that they want to sound like Bruce Springsteen. Which was kind of... It's funny when people go through like Bruce Springsteen phases. I don't even mean it in a bad way. When people are just suddenly are like, yeah, I think I want to write songs like that all of a sudden because they get super fascinated by... He's a fascinating guy? Yeah. hmm
9: And you buy nothing but Beaver Brown polish where your shoes...
0: Wait, is that what Beaver Brown is—it's a shoe polish. I'm just making it up. Oh, see so you. Got but you me. bought it, man. It was—it was Miss Missy and I would have bought. I would have believed that because yeah, I should have just John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Who have you uh-huh. seen in concert more than anybody, Chris? Me? Who, yeah.
2: Oh, uh, this is this is the dark secret that I a fish.
0: Fish. Yeah. And did that is that an Ooh. ongoing
2: thing with you? Last one was a couple years ago. I'll go if uh, if the lammy hits my hands, but they, I haven't traveled too far. In, and in a it while. still
0: has a hold on you, with it.
2: The there is a I like going with with the friends who have, who have we have experienced this over like a decade and a half now.
0: Sure, no, it's a it's a thing. It's a, it's it's. And look again. I wish I was into. I wish I was into <laughs> one like, of these bands. that just did. They're like, hey, they covered the White Album. It's like I'd like to see a band I like do that. And it's just like this band I don't get it did it. And I did that podcast with you know Harris Whittles you know, the guy he passed away. Harris Whittles,
9: I was just thinking of him.
0: Yeah, and he did this fish podcast that I did with him where he would try to convince he loved fish so much and he would just try to he just tried to convince me to like fish so much and it was like he loved them so much and then he said he would like play these songs. He'd be like, listen, it's like 12 minutes into this song. It sounds like the hill. I'm like, well, what about the first 11 minutes? Like, I'd rather listen to some something that sounds like something I like from the first part of it. Not have to wait 11 minutes to get to the part that reminds me of another band. I totally understand that, that criticism. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, I think it grabbed me young and it still sort of holds oh. that place. But I've... I completely understand most criticisms that that's I've heard
0: of the, It's that thing where when you like a thing, it makes sense to you, and nobody can, nobody can kind of, di- di kind of dis- dissuade you from that. And that's they, they shouldn't want to. Baby, who who have you seen more than anybody? What was the band you saw more than any other band? Right Ten here. Thousand Maniacs. 10,000 Maniacs. I've got, like,
9: 15, 10,000 Maniacs ticket stubs in my old checkbook. All right. And those are the ones I kept. But, um, full disclosure, they were comps.
0: Okay. That's <laughs> fine. Did you ever get a Lammy? 10,000 Maniacs Lammy?
9: I did, and I...
0: Was it numbered?
9: <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was um, yeah, one of those peel-off, stick-on-off <laughs> cheesy ones that...
0: I, oh, I those aren't some... Lammies. Oh, BB, those aren't <laughs> Lammies. Those are just, those are passes for the night. Those are just the stickers. Oh. Lammies uh, on a string around the th- <laughs> your neck and...
9: On a lanyard that says oh. something really cool. Exactly. Like it'll have the...
0: The
1: Too Cool For School Tour. Yeah.
0: Right? Do you ever name, do you name your tours like crazy things like that? We, as of yet, have not. There hasn't been a reason to what's for the next
6: album Mariachi uh class 2
2: to Mar- Mar- multisyllabic Mar- M's uh, Mitsubishi Macchiato oh yeah Th- again that's n- nothing a working definite working
0: that. title. Yes. that's a working title so a
2: cool or an idea yeah.
0: Macchiato we'll get the, look, we'll get the Macchiato scoop. yes we'll get the scoop when it comes out CT will be in here alright sounds like a Chinese coffee drink so BB what do I owe the pleasure of this call
9: Oh, I was just checking in so I just got uh, I got discharged from the hospital somewhat unceremoniously last night at ten thirty.
0: Um Were you okay? Oh I had surgery. Mm. How are you doing?
9: Um still pretty drugged up, be quite frank with you. <laughs> cool. Okay. But um I'm doing a lot better than I was doing in the in the in the hole. Yeah. It's just good to be home back with the kitties and the b and D. Good. And since I've come home, uh, our uh, female cat is very vocal. If I complain about anything since I've been back she keeps going around here and going, Oh wow Oh Complain, complain. Hello. Oh wow
0: yeah, you've got great cats. You have two cats, right? I do. You didn't see Willie, but she looks
9: like a gray version of Sam, just they're both uh, Norwegian tabbies, so they got a lot of hair. And they're really um not as big as you think they are. I've seen them shaved. They ain't all that.
0: Well, I like you. Know, the cat that I met, I liked a lot.
9: Oh, Sam like you because you're a big guy. Yeah. He's got a thing for the big man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: all right, Phoebe, B- I'm going to wrap up because I want to go home. I have to get up super early tomorrow. Yeah, I still love you, man. Well, I love you. I hope you feel. Stay, stay strong. Okay. I will, man. Claire, take Chris, care of Good night. Good night, baby. Good night. It's to you. been a good show. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Bombs away, my lad. Ah, bye. She's so nice. Best show. Final calls here. Home stretch. I'm the final call. Not yet. You're, we're True? in the home. We're getting there. What? Who? Who is this? My name is Ben. I'm from Seattle. Ben from Seattle. What's up, Ben?
1: I wanted to uh, say a couple things about Claire O'Kane. <gasps> oh, no.
0: Is she still there? Yep. How <laughs> <A> nervous you are.
6: <laughs> what you got? The room, the
0: room changed just now. <laughs> yes. What do you want to say about Claire O'Kane? And you, I'm going to tell you this, Ben. Please. You listen. To, first of all, you listen to me. She's not only a guest here. Just one, she's my friend. And you listen to me. You say one, you say anything untoward <laughs> or inappropriate. I guarantee you this. I'm going right to the airport. Go right to Newark Airport. And I'm gonna fly to Seattle. It's a six hour flight. I'll probably have to take like a 630 flight. <laughs> I'll get in and I'm gonna, for lunch, here's what you know, for lunch. That airport's a nightmare to get out of, so it's probably going to take me a little while. It's not going to be cheap taking that eighty dollar ca- one way cab ride from the airport. Glad, glad your city has figured that there's, there's out. There's
2: a good light rail. Yeah, there's
3: light rail. There's
2: a good light rail from SeaTac.
0: I'm going to sit and wait all to carry my bags on the thing. This is like oh, I an gotta, overnight thing. I got to smash this guy's face in. Okay. I got I to. Times are wasted. I want this guy to hide. Chase him all around okay. Washington. I gotta get him. So for lunch, I'm gonna womp and cave your face in.
6: What do you gotta say, Ben?
0: Yeah, so go ahead. What are the couple things you wanted to say to my friend, Claire O'Kane, at the risk of your head being caved in by my fists, which are fists that have been... I've got a lot of rage from other things that have nothing to do with you, Ben, but it's all coming out on you. So... Go ahead. The floor is yours, my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, okay. Well, I wanted
1: to say this. Uh, I watched a movie on Netflix or uh, a pilot on Netflix that had her on it, and she was really, really
0: funny. It was She's Amazon? Great. It's Amazon.
6: First of all, it yeah. was Amazon.
0: Yeah. Get your get your uh, <laughs> get your uh, provider correct.
6: Second of all, thanks. Thank you. That's nice. That's very nice. Right? Of to see. Yeah. You. My three lines that I had,
0: and the name of that one was the
6: budding prospects. Budding prospects, Mm
0: -hmm. and Brett Gelman Mm -hmm. is in it. He's
6: good in it.
0: Yeah, and is that is that is that not going forward to series? Do you know, or is that? Don't think. Okay. Can say. All right. Well, we'll find out. Stay tuned (laughs) over at Amazon. Right. Keep checking Amazon.com. Keep refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep. Just keep. And I gotta say this. Look, this was not here this week, so this is a good time for me to say it. He was like deadbeat. What's that? What did you just say? Nice, man. No. Oh, I'm coming out. Th- I'm coming you are so close. You better I can tell you this, Ben. You know what you know what you got right now? The next time I'm in Seattle, I'm gonna cave your face and I'm not gonna make a trip specifically to do it. But now, you're guaranteed this. The next time I'm in Seattle, <laughs> I'm caving your face in. Do you, you wanna, right. you wanna, um, you wanna upgrade it to yeah. where now I'm gonna look to be in Seattle or maybe <laughs> schedule something else?
6: Anything else, but
0: Yeah. So, this the studio, he's like, what if we do one of those shows to get that voice thing, that dumb thing in the middle of the table that like goes like, was it Alexa, Alexa. or what? Is that mm-hmm. the Amazon one? It's like, mm-hmm. you couldn't pay me to get one. It's like, it's like you get to tell some thing or everything i interested in, right? You tell some machine, like, you think that's a one-way street? And look, am I that interesting to where somebody's going to come after me? No, I'm not. I know that. But why would I contribute to the general decaying of things like privacy and Like, why would I contribute to that? And pay for it! In a movie, you would, in a movie, that'd be like a bad science fiction movie where there's one of those things in everyone's house. But we're in a world where it's worse than that. We pay to have them put in our house. So go ahead. So Dudio's like, why don't we get one of them and just do it on the air the whole show? Wait, did you suggest this, Mike? Yeah, Mike did! (laughs) Not Dudio. Yeah. Oh, you didn't suggest the whole show. All right, just keep eating the pizza. All right.
3: <laughs>
0: so, how we doing here, Pat? Um. Okay. Yes. Fun announcement. I'll read in a minute. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so you saw Claire do the, do in the show, and she was funny, and then that's it, right?
1: Yeah, she's the best. So. I also want to say about um, uh, karaoke. I have a song that's great all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Immigrant song is like a, a winner all the time. Yeah, I don't know. That's That seems that's hard like, to pull off. Yeah, that's out of it. Which that's one? Immigrant immigrants. song. Oh. What? That's not in your range. You can't hit those notes, Ben. Oh, okay. You think you can hit those notes? Let me hear you do the opening thing. Oh! No, that's terrible. <laughs> that's the worst. It was so far off target. I
6: think I could do it. Let's hear it. Ah!
0: Okay, that was good. <laughs> no. It's a
6: little off, too.
0: No, but it was, at least you were in the neighborhood of it. Best show, final call.
5: Final call. Thank you so much. I've been waiting for a while. How are you doing tonight? Oh,
0: you almost got hung up on. It. <laughs> that's all it took. You don't realize. Well, I've been waiting a while. That's all it hey. takes to get hung up hey. on. It. There's some respect. There's
5: some respect to, uh, oh, no. uh, to to be offered to somebody who's waited for such a long time uh, to to hear you. And well, to you. my friend,
0: what's your first of all? What's your name?
5: My name's Marcus. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm I'm well, Marcus. What uh? <laughs> what do you want? Well, you you've 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 strangely charmed me now, and I want to just. Well, I, I, hope I, I hope
5: I can charm you a little bit further. We were talking. I've got two really good friends here with me in Maryland, in Rockville, just outside of Washington. And we were talking about noise tonight. And we, we heard a train whistle earlier, and both of us were reminiscing about how, how much we loved the sound of a train whistle. And we were wondering why that was so strangely peaceful for us
0: you really can't figure that out
5: i can't i was hoping you could help me
0: yeah probably when you were a kid you heard it
5: well is that the, is that that that's the explanation
0: hey, look you're a simple person <laughs> i'm, I'm trying not to figure simple mo- uh, simple motivators for you you're a simpleton that's that's all it would take brings back things when you're a kid it's possible it's possible True, yeah, but same, Okay. why? why, why what do you that, think are it could
5: those, be? Are there those out there you think that would have the the same
0: sensation? Well, when you hear a train whistle, Claire, does that bring back any?
6: Yeah. Right. My my home, my home home mm-hmm. had a train okay. train track down. The street. Where is
5: your Where is your home, Claire?
6: San Jose, California.
5: Uh, mm-hmm. Ah. Ah. Well, Right? Ah. I know. Ugh. Ugh. even worse than...
0: Chris, train whistles, that I mean anything to you? Not... But, I mean,
2: I feel like you have Thomas the train engine, that sort of stuff from childhood, but New Jersey Transit has more of a farty, like not really a choo-choo. Okay.
5: Yeah, it's not really... That I, right could, that I could understand because what Whoa. I'm talking about really are, are, <laughs> are, are, are freight trains from afar that you can't hear, that you can't hear constantly. That you can't hear it consistently, but in the distance, every once in a while, you, you catch it. It sounds like you catch, you're reading you catch this, one.
0: Because you said constantly and consistently, it's like you're reading it.
5: No, I'm not. I don't do those things. You
0: don't read? Why not? You wrote he it down, I down do, while he was I, waiting.
5: I, yeah. I, I, I do read. Uh-huh. I do read Oh, you big reader, huh? Occasionally. Occasionally. Not what do you all. like to
0: read? What do you like to read? David Foster wooz <laughs>
5: No, I don't. I, I, I like to read poetry. No,
0: I, no, I like okay. the poetry. Like, well, what's a poem you like? What's a poem? A poem like? that I like
5: is a poem by, uh, do you know John Berryman?
0: Of course, The Master. Ah, yes. oh, the Master.
5: Then you know Huffy Henry Hid the Day, Unappeasable Henry Salt. Of course I do. Okay.
0: Why? All I, right. I went to Middlesex not- County College. Where do you think I went to school? Well, you you don't have to Jim Norton. You don't have to farmer you, you don't have, to flaunt, you don't have to flaunt
5: your 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 great education. Oh, your, people, your, your people. Your
0: people. You know. Your people who speak to the street. You don't hey. have to flaunt that. Hey, dunce. I didn't have a good education. Everything I learned is out here on the street. On <laughs> um, what? Street. What street? The street. What? what street? What street? The street. Well, what street are you from?
5: Oh, I'm from many streets. Oh, many you're from street.
0: many and I'm not from any street.
5: Well, right? I just wonder like I just wonder which street you're from. Yeah. That's I mean that's a that's a question that I think is uh is worth Main is worth exploring.
0: Main street, okay?
5: Main Street, okay. So you're from yeah. Main Street, okay. Yeah. All right. Right? I'm not. Happy, I'm not from. I'm not from Main Street. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. I'm not from your street.
0: Oh, of course, I know you're not. We wouldn't no. take kindly to your kind. We'd give you the <laughs> Rambo treatment when Rambo you walked, would. When first would. blood be first you blood would. style. We see you walking ah, through town, turn the Nintendo fire hose style. on.
8: That,
0: that game. Right. did you ever play that game? No, I don't Rambo play games. The... I'm living. I'm in the real world uh, here. I don't have time oh for God. games. Oh, God. In the real world, again. What are you games? Are you games? I no, conflict. I mean I kid, Kiddly I played Winks? Nintendo. As right? a kid, oh, I did. I, I played. I didn't have time. Yeah. I had a
5: job. <laughs> I had jobs too. You know, uh-huh. I was a kid though at once.
0: Yeah, not me. <laughs> you
5: were never. Not you me. were never not a kid. Much of a wow, that's really. How old, sad. Hear hear that. how old were you when you had your first? How
0: old were you when you had your first job? Fifteen. Fifteen. Twelve, my friend. 12. Twelve. What'd you do? I Was a bus boy. Bus boy. Where? Well, we. we uh, bu- where was it? a busboy? I it was a busboy at the the shoe store. I was at a <laughs> diner. What do you think I'd be All a right, busboy? Clear,
5: clear, clearly, clearly, uh, you were you were a busboy at some sort of uh, food serving station. Yeah. Uh I guess specifically, what I want to know though is which uh, one that might be.
0: I don't feel like telling you because That's you fine. scare me, and I like to scare people when I can. Trust me you're not nearly as scary as you think you are.
5: I'm terrified. I know I'm not. You know who should me. be scared. I know, I know should you. be scared who? of you?
0: you. Me myself you should, yourself. <laughs> you should be yes. you should be scared of yourself.
5: <laughs> I know I should. I like am. Like the actually, movie a Split. The time.
0: You're like the movie Split. When you watch that movie Split is that like a home movie for you?
5: I don't I really don't watch movies. Oh, I haven't watched a so, movie playing Nintendo. I right, perhaps, right? perhaps. I mean, if you've ever played dodgeball, no, you, under- you can understand and why I, I might be uh, not interested in movies these Clark days. your
0: headphones off. She doesn't want to hear this That's anymore. Yeah. No, I haven't watched the movie in years. Why not? Well, I've I've, I've watched. Some What's movies the last movie the you saw? Tootsie. Last movie I saw was Bad the News Sting?
5: Bears, the original unedited version
0: of what? Bad News Bears. The last movie you saw was Bad News Bears. <laughs> That's right. When it came out?
5: No, just the other night.
0: <laughs> oh, see, I thought you haven't watched a movie in years. <laughs> nah, nah, depends on what you uh, You're the worst. What you mean by that. You are. This is the third time you've called the show, right? It is. You're. I can say this. You emailed me. This guy emailed me. He wants to be a character on the show. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm not going to work you into the fabric of the show like you begged me in the email. It's not happening. You're not that interesting. You sent me something that was like some home, some like video. I deleted it the second I got it. I'm not going to watch it. It's, it's going to be like eight millimeter, right?
5: <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit larger than that. Boo! Mm-hmm.
0: You're so boring. That's the that's that's your biggest sin. You're boring.
5: Hey, at least I'm a consistent, constant caller.
0: You're boring. <laughs> it's a problem. You're boring. What's that like? You thought all of the sins you committed in this world. You thought of well, You think of all the ones you thought you'd be labeled with. You know which one you're labeled with. Boring. boring huh? You're boring. I got. I got to go to sleep with that tonight. Yeah. So what else do you want to talk about? I. I really- That's the beauty of that is when he inhales and gets ready to tee <laughs> off. Well, I want to say this. <clears throat> the show went by like, like a breeze tonight. Chris Thompson, Dams of the West. You have a couple more shows. Hopefully more than that, but right now there's only... That's all. that's on the books. A festival show and a, and a, right a, right a show. local gig. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right? Yeah, it is nice. Which one are you going to say?
6: When Erica Badu's at, uh-huh. she
2: gonna be a baby's alright. Uh, Is I'll, that a double bill? I'll put I'll put a text in. Yeah, I'll say you guys flip a coin backstage. It's a, it's a co-headline uh, yeah. and it's sort of alternating. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
0: The album's really great. Thank you very much. I'm. I, I heard it a while ago and I I like it so much. And congratulations on doing something that's not easy to do. Thank you. You did it. You're up front now. When you go back, is it going to feel like a demotion now? You're just like, it's <laughs> just like looking at the back of Ezra's head and you're just like, right? You're just like, No,
3: oh,
2: man, I'm be back there with my Colorado
0: Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just be like, slapping the tubs. Just <laughs> picturing the, waiting. I get to sit down the whole show too. That's, that's true. Just be picturing that next Dams of the West show. That's <laughs> just counting it down. <laughs> that, I can assure <laughs> I you that, that won't that, be that, the that,
2: case. That, that, uh, but no, you know, I think they're sort of concurrent things. I'm, I'm incredibly happy with both feel very,
0: very blessed. And look, 2018 Vampire Weekend. Is that what we're looking at? I know when it's ready, it's ready. Who us Right? I don't I guess. It's not going to go to 2019. You never know in this crazy world. It's not going to 2000. You know it's 2018. Look. You can't say it. He's nodding his head. No, he's not nodding his head. Get in I don't want you to get in trouble. No. I don't want Bayo to uh, pull up here and start slapping you around. <laughs> He would. He would do. Bayo. His his solo record was good too. His yeah. was really good. Yeah. His was Bayo. He see he had, he had a more interesting he has a more interesting name than me. Bayo. That's a, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just Chris Thompson. That's yeah. very interesting. You're just CT. CT's CT. Cool. But it was so great to have you here, and I'm so glad you came. You come anytime you want. Chris. Thank you so much, Claire O'Kane.
3: Yeah.
0: Thank you for coming by. You're always... It's always a highlight. I'm so happy you live here now. Because then you super can just swing by. Super, super Claire. Yeah. Super.
6: Right? Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Thanks for coming by. I'm you're, sorry I was
6: so tired. No, you're I had not. to work I, at the butcher shop. I
0: never would have known that. Really? At all. No, no. Well, i slumped. I of the fact you're covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> you have chicken gizzards in your hoodie. <laughs> And I want everybody to know this. This is something that is pertinent to everyone. This Sunday. The Macaulay Culkin Show. Oh yeah. The Summer Comedy Fest. Is that what it is? The final show at, at uh Shea Stadium in Brooklyn. We got Joe Firestone. The best. She is the best. Dave Hill. He's great. The best. You're on his show every other week. <laughs> Um, not, 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 not into it. But it's what? a little.
6: It was just two times.
0: <laughs> Who's this third one here, Pat? Let me see.
6: Hold on, let me
0: see. Who's the third with the J? Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Oh, Joe Perry. Yeah. Okay. And, and then my also buddy the Connor course. O'Malley will be there. He's so great. Funny. He is funny. I hung out with him the other night. It's a good guy. Nice guy, nice guy. Claire O'Kane will be there, and Pat Byrne and more. Nice guys. Yeah, they didn't invite me, but, you know. You just that's fine. That's. <laughs> yeah, I sold, sold out four shows at the Bell House. I couldn't really <laughs> do this. Uh, Shea <laughs> Stadium. Shea Stadium. Yeah. Little promoters won't be happy <clears throat> if I'm listed on a thing. You know what that's like. Yeah, yeah, know? totally. So just like. It's the market. It's a major market. And okay. if I'm on this bill, it blows my, my It's gonna take tickets my, off the table. Yeah, it takes tickets off the exactly. The quote goes down the toilet. I'll get um, you a lamy. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Lammy. How about that? <laughs> Born <laughs> Lammy. <laughs> no, it's to this a, five dollar show. <laughs> so this Sunday is the final Macaulay Culkin show, and it's Brett Davis, of course.
6: Also the best. They all can't be the best. There, but in the you
0: know. Look, I'll say this.
6: Everyone's the best.
0: Brett Davis, Joe Firestone, Dave Hill, <clears throat> Connor O'Malley, Joe Perra, Claire O'Kane, Pat Byrne. This kind of is the best. Isn't <laughs> Mary list. Hooli on it? Mary Houlihan. I think she's there. It's my friend. These are all my children. <laughs> Except Dave Hill, who's like not your age. Yeah, it's my interest. They're not my children. Connor O'Malley's cool. He'll be here. We're gonna have Connor up soon. Really? We're gonna have Brett soon. Good. Joe hopefully will come back. Uh, Hoolie will be here in a couple weeks, hopefully. Fun, fun, fun. Everyone, I will be not here next week. I will be at the Strand Bookstore in New York City, hosting a conversation with author Dave Weigel about his book, The Show That Never Ends. And that will be his book on uh, Prague. It's going to be a great night. If you are here, you should go to it. I know they have tickets available on the website. And you can get a signed book. I'm not signing any of the books because it's not my book. That would be inappropriate. But you know Yeah, I'm going to miss a week on the show. So it's We've done 6 months of shows straight through. In 2017, some kind of year, man, right? Did anybody think this is what this year would be? I don't think so. Not me. But you know, we try. It's all we can do. So we try. I bottomed out earlier this year. Man, that car crash I was in. Holy guacamole. Then all the work stuff. But you know what? It's in the past now. Trying to do my own thing. Get it going. Just trying to take care of business. The way I can. And you know... Sometimes... You wonder if you if you if you if you got it. You know what I mean? Because so you're the last one to know if you have it. Is everyone laughing at you? Does everybody know that you don't have it? That Am I suddenly on the outside looking in on my own life? Am I the clown in my own story when I thought I was the hero? No. You know what? Maybe I am the clown in my own story. Who cares? It's my story, and I know I'm not the clown, right, Mike? Ah, you're drunk. You don't know what you're talking about. Mike threw up on himself. So, apparently, that Shrimp Connect isn't doing right by him. He's got an upset stomach. So, I don't know who I am in my own story. Maybe I'll be the last one to realize. Everybody else knows that I don't have it, and it's a joke. And it just its funny watching me flail. But you know what? Maybe I'm just like Don Quixote. Remember him? Don Quixote, a fool. Am I like Don Quixote? Well, you know what? If I'm a fool and I'm out there being a fool and it's making people feel better about themselves, they can laugh at me, laugh with me. I don't care. Just keep laughing because that's what the best show's been doing this long. We bring it. I've been doing this stupid thing since Bill Clinton was president. Wrap your head around that for a minute. Since Bill Clinton was president, I've been talking into a microphone bringing the LARFs to you every week and I'm going to keep doing it this one dude's president there'll be another one and another one and I'll still be here am I the fool? I don't care but you know what? I'm not the fool and you know it because you know what you know what I am it's the best, I'm the best it's the best show we will not be back next week I'm going to be at the Strand Bookstore I'll see you in two weeks Good night.